Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help. I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. Hi, I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the only show of its kind anywhere. Listen, if you call us at 303-MARTINO anytime, day or night, and leave a message. We'll get back to you. You never have to wait to be on the show. Also, um, Suzanne, I want to institute something that um, on the show. A lot of people, they call and either can't wait or get disconnected or whatever. I'm thinking we give them a choice. You get their number up front if they want. And if they if they want us, um, if, if, we, if we have a lot going on and we don't think we'll get to them in a few minutes, we can always call them back like within the same show. That might be a good option for people who say, I can't wait that long, or they don't want to wait on the phone if you leave the number. We're trying to make this radio uh, show really different than any because the whole idea of this show is to help people. I've been doing this like 40 years, more than 40 years outside of Denver, if you count it, uh, nearly 40 years in Denver, and I started on TV and radio here. Here's the deal. We help people. We help with all kinds of problems. It's really media with a purpose. I coined that phrase many years ago, media with a purpose. And we use our experts at referralist.com, who we refer people to, we use them to go and investigate and help us. It's really a cool concept, right? So the sponsors are part of being our experts and part of the show. And uh, so there. This hour brought to you by realcbdthatworks.com, Panacea Life Sciences. By now you know We culled through all the products and found some great products. CBD is great anyway, but it's those who extract it the best way in the purest form. RealCBDThatWorks.com, a pharmaceutical lab in Golden. RealCBDThatWorks.com for for chewables and gels, uh, gel uh, capsules, or um, you can get uh, creams and other forms. But it's the CBD that works. You just pick the kind the, the delivery system you want, realcbdthatworks.com. So listen, I, as I was saying, I try to do new things. I, I truly was the first one ever to have a referral list. You know, uh, Angie's List came later and, and, and a Home Advisor and all the others. They really did. I, I mean, it's just a fact. I, I try to do things really weird, like this show, for example, Solving Problems. Nobody did this before. You know, people gave advice, but we have people actually getting on the air and helping directly. So I have a new thing, and I just want to say it quickly because Mark said he was confused. What are you trying to do, Tom? I was listening to you. He was off the other day. He said, I didn't understand your concept of social radio. Let me, let me explain this very basically, okay? Radio, talk radio is basically the same form it's always been, and that's wonderful. People call in, we talk. People talk politics, people talk religion, people talk philosophy, people talk fun, sports, and this show, consumer Consumer stuff, you know, everyday aches and pains, the things that tick you off, the things that make you tick. Now, I'm going to get right to the phones, but I want to also take our show to another level, and I predict this will be a popular format for radio in the future. And I'm calling it social radio. Here's what it is. Let's say, 
an Instagram account. Suzanne, pick a name of an Instagram account or a, tw- a Twitter account. Um, you know, it's at something or whatever. Well, just, just pick a name. Like um, real Donald Trump. Okay, real Donald Trump. Let's say, let's say real Mark Major. Or re- re- let's say Mark has a Twitter account, real Mark Major. And Mark twi- tweets. Or he does Instagram posts. Many times they have different names or the same name. So let's take real Mark Major. And let's say now he calls us and says, I want to be part of social radio. And so he he calls us. And then he gets to talk and unload and make observations like he would with a tweet. Except it's done on radio. But here's how I want to do it. I You can do it live if you want. But I'm going to set up a voicemail. Right now, on Google, I have the number. You're going to call this number, and this number, you leave voicemail, basically, but it will be your tweet. It'll be your verbal tweet. It'll be your observation about something. You know, you know, restaurants, shows, um, a political statement, uh, maybe a statement about society in general, anything you want. You leave your, your handle, your name, and then you make a tweet, a, a verbal, I'm going to call it a blurb. You leave your blurb. Then we will take these and put them on the air as somebody's name. And if you give your account, your name, the same as your Twitter account, it'll help you get followers or your Instagram account or your Facebook So I am calling it social radio. You will make observations and statements on the radio. I'd like them to have some meaning, like bringing attention to something, a pothole, uh, a speed trap, or um, a place that has terrible customer service or some guy that ripped you off, or maybe something good, like this is an awesome deal. Does that make sense to you, Mark? Blurbs. It's different than solving problems. People will just say, this is the real Mark Major. I have to tell you about an awesome deal I found. It's so-and-so. You won't believe the quality. I don't know. And then what do we do? We play it? Now, what I'm going to do is if they're too long, I might edit it down a little. I'll never change the meaning. And I'm not sure. Maybe I was thinking up to a minute. You have up to a minute to talk. If it's a really complicated topic, maybe more. But are what, people going to care that someone calls up and leaves a message that they do don't people, like the Chinese do, restaurant down the do street? Do people care about tweets? Do people care about Instagram? Do people care about any of it? We'll see. Yeah. It's an experiment. But I'm doing it. And I'm, I'm saying it because I think it will eventually take off. Look. Where's the revenue side of this whole thing? Well, I don't know if there is one, but it's going to, uh, I hope, attract listeners. I hope people who are really popular in social media will also get a radio audience, and then they can uh, blurb and tweet and Instagram, and we will help them, and then they will be listening for other people who call and blurb. Something I think we... Now, that's not going to take over the show. We're still going to solve problems. But these people might bring us, bring out... They may not, for example, want to stay on the line and get help for a particular problem, but they want to bring out an injustice. We should have... They, they want to they blurb. We should have a Twitter account just for a posse, though. 
And then when we want to shoot an email or we want to shoot a phone number out there. Yeah, I do have Twitter. I'm not active. We don't use it, though. I I really need to. And and you're right about that. We have to get more involved in that. Anyway, on our Facebook, of course, we're live on Facebook and YouTube, and we're pretty active there. So, Babu, what's going on with you, Babu? For example, that would be a cool name, Babu, and he wants to make a statement. See, this would be great for social radio. Babu owns an Indian restaurant. Oh, wait a minute. Are you serious? That's what it just says. Babu, he owns an Indian restaurant, and he needs advice. So he wants to attract customers. So he could say, I'm Babu, just opened now up a restaurant, a it's on so-and-so. You, you realize this is a episode of Seinfeld, literally. Babu opens up a restaurant, and Jerry tries to help him get customers. Babu, are you playing me here, bro? Yeah, hello? Are you playing me, or is this a real deal? No, this is a real deal, sir. Your name is Babu, right? Yes, sir. Is it short for anything? Yeah, Babu is my nickname. You know, you know my real name is Prahlad. May I ask what Babu means? Because I've heard it before, and as we just alluded to, it was on Seinfeld. What does Babu mean? Uh, Babu means like a small baby, you know. <laughs> oh, like a baby. Babu. Okay, hey, baby. Yeah. Babu. Okay, yeah. so Babu, yes. you really own an Indian restaurant? Yes, sir. Okay, and you want to get customers? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Yes, sir. And you need marketing advice. Yes, sir. Okay. I want you to hold on. I'll tell you why. I just happen to have a guy stop by today, a young man that I really admire. I say young man compared to me. He doesn't probably think he's that young. Chase started a few companies in his life right out of school, built them up. Maybe he has marketing advice, too. Uh, You know what I say? Anybody good in business is good in business because we're all in the same business. If you think about this right now, Babu, everyone is in the same business. One guy told me this one time. He says, I'm not in the business of he, he was doing gutter helmet. And he said exactly what I had thought for years. He says, I'm not in the gutter helmet business. I'm in the business of getting leads and then my leads I convert to gutter helmet but lead generation is what everyone's business is that's their first business lead generation their second business should be operating the business and their third priority is the product and service now I don't mean third let third important I mean, many business people are great plumbers for, excuse me, great plumbers are a start a business. They don't know squat about a business. Their businesses fail, but they're great plumbers. I knew an electrician one time, great electrician. He was, he sucked at business. He sucked and he could never make a go of it because being good at a trade does not make you good at that business. To be good in the plumbing business, you don't have to be a good plumber. To be good in the restaurant business, you don't have to be a good chef. So too many people do vertical. They handle everything. They handle the cooking, the management, the hosting, the advertising. 
So in business, we're all in a lead generation. We're going to talk to Babu about getting customers. Vince wants to talk about Sears. Rodney, a 99 Dodge pickup not getting gas. And then Preston, a problem with with his employer. We're going to get on all of these right after this. I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. One clear choice, garage doors. One clear choice. If anything's wrong with the garage door, it's one clear choice. So here's the website, oneclearchoicedoors.com. OneClearChoiceDoors.com. Garage door openers, springs that are broken, emergency calls, free inspections and safety tune-ups and adjustments. They have four showrooms in the Denver area, 720-370-3987. A great service. Now, um, Babu wants to find businesses about fine business, I mean customers for his restaurant, and I'm going to ask uh, somebody who's in business about that uh, and other people for their suggestions. I'll get right back to you. But Vince, I wanted to know if we can make a quick phone call for you because this sounds pretty mundane. You need a refund for Sears? What happened? Hey, yeah, good morning, Tom. This is Vince. Um, Sears refrigerator, um, under warranty. Yeah. Compressor failed. Okay. Uh, technician called up the repair service. The guy came out, spent about 15, 20 minutes. He says, we've got to replace the compressor and the circuit board. N- no problem. Under warranty? Uh, not the circuit board, but the compressor. That's okay. Correct. So what happened? So he, so he says, I'm going to have to order a bunch of parts. They come delivered in two weeks. Two weeks later, the parts came in, you know, UPS, a whole nine yards. What's going on? What's going on is then the technician came out uh, subsequent to that. Uh, repaired it, uh, and I had put $600 on the table up front because that's what they wanted for the estimate. The actual repair cost $360 some odd dollars. The difference is $250 and change. I, uh, he says you're going to get a rebate. Now, wait a minute. I thought this was warranty, but part of it was not warranty, okay? What was the total, non, what was the total amount not covered by warranty? Uh, 364 And you paid already more than that. 616, yeah. So you'd simply want a refund for the overage? 251. So I have been calling. Well, what's the big if- deal? You, But first of all, why do they take 600 up front? That's what, the man, that's what they informed me of. Wait, they said, r- right when they show up, they take 600? They said, you got is the estimate? It's what's going to cost for material and labor. And I, have, I, I sent it to Dan yesterday, two faxes. And so I, they say yeah. this is the estimate. Then they charge you the actual amount. And now you want the refund. The actual amount was never uh, on my card. They said that's what it cost. So the delta is two fifty one against the original six sixty. I understand. All right. So, so so is that it in a nutshell? You want two fifty one back? You got it. And, and and you've asked them. What do they say? No. I have called. Well, everything I called corporate. I Why don't local. you contest the charge on your? I mean, if 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 we can't get you the money, have you thought about just contesting the charge? Oh, based on 11, November 4th, 
Oh, I never thought of that. In fact, I've got that in front of me. Well, for sure, you can test the charge. In fact, you can contest part of the charge. And it's very easy. You can say it was for 600. The repair only turned out to be 364. You can actually say that in your contest. And and most issuers would do it. But first, who's well, who wants to call? Let's call Sears. I, I predict we can make a phone call and make this go away. We have an angel there anytime we email them. And this is another one. This is another one. An employer not paying. Uh, is that right, uh, Preston? Somebody not paying? Preston. Yes, sir. Is this that simple that you didn't get paid for work, employment? It is that simple. What did you do? Um, long story short, you know, I provided a service for a company that I was working for, obviously. Now, was this an employment situation like a W-2 or a 1099? It was an employment, W-2. Huh. And and what, tell me about not being paid. So I, it was a short-term circumstance because there were several red flags in working for this company, and yeah. I should have known better. But long story short, you know, I have not received a, a payroll stub. You know, and when they how long did you work my, there, Preston? Uh, had been close to three months, ninety days. Okay, and what did you do during that time? Um, just dug foundations for him with the loader. I got it. You're an excavator. Yes, sir. Now, if we call them, what do you think they'll say? Hey, we paid him, or hey, he didn't do the work, or he did lousy work. What do you think they'll say? They're going to say that they're going to pay me on the 21st of this month is what they're going to say. And what's wrong with that? What What would you have? Uh, have they made promises before and not come through? They've been pretty straightforward, you know. I mean, they're. Then why wouldn't you wait for the 21st? I'm not asking, I'm not saying you have to and that we won't help, but what makes you think you won't be paid on the 21st? It isn't the point of being paid, it's being paid promptly after, you know, you know, parting ways. Call the labor uh, board. And, you know, and I, I thought about it. Well, you quit, right? I put in my two weeks. And via voicemail, because I was I went to an interview. Well, whenever whenever your job expires, whether you give two weeks notice, three week or one week, whenever you leave, it's the next scheduled paycheck by law, which would have been 30th. And they did pay me. They paid me for one pay period on the 30th, but they didn't pay the remainder, the whole balance that was owed for, you know, because it was a. All right. Hold on a sec. Then here's here's what we need to do. Um, What what's the name of the uh, employer? Uh, the owner is Stacy Ditter. Well, what's the name of the employer? What is it? A company? A home builder? Who is it? Dirtworks. It's a it's a it's a dirt company. Oh, okay. So you were employed by a dirt moving company. Do you know that you can put liens on those properties? Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. 
Learn more at cbp.gov careers. I got all the paperwork on probably six or seven foundations I dug for them. You can put a lien on every one of them if you want to, or on one of them, on one big one. Um, again, this is a situation where we have to call, but if they promise to pay on the 21st, it's really moot. By the time we go through all these conniptions, you're paid. Well, and it's the damage done because, you know, there are mortgages that need to be paid. There no, are, I, get know, so I get it. I get it. I'm not saying, listen, and, I'm not saying it's right what they're doing, but I mean, I don't know. I mean, let, let's no, make one quick, listen, we'll make, I I totally let's, let's make a uh, quick phone call to Dirtworks. Okay. Hold on a second. Dirtworks. Hey, uh, Deputy Clint, you want to call Dirtworks real quick? Babu, I'm going to ask Chase. Chase Johnson. Chase Johnson owns a business. I'm not saying he's in the restaurant business. He's He owns a Rocky Mountain Retro Foam. He also owns uh, Roofs by Johnson or Johnson Construction. And what would you do? What's the very first thing you think about with a restaurant, an Indian restaurant? Where do you advertise? Obviously, Babu, you do have a website. And you're doing some SEO stuff, right? To get so people, when they search Indian food, they find you? Uh, yes, sir. I didn't have right now website site. You know, I'm just uh, I'm talking with some people to build my website. You know, I'm still working for that. Okay, so, because if I maybe... Google Indian food, Denver, okay? Most people will just go on and do that. Indian food, Denver. I see spi- uh, automatically, these are ads, Spice Room, India's. Yak and Yeti Indian oven, and then there's uh, uh, you you don't show up anywhere. Uh, it, what it, what's it called? Uh, it's called Crown of India. What is it called? I, I say that slower. Uh, Crown, of, Crown, Crown of, of India. Okay, Crown of India. Do you guys see Crown of India anywhere? I can tell. Where, you. where did it show up for you, Chase? Uh, looks like it's located in Denver, but it but where see. did it show up when you when you did your your search? He um, googled the I actual googled, name. I googled oh. Crown of India. Well, geez, I mean, if you Google he needs it. to call Get Found Fast. Uh, that's one way. That's one thing. Yeah, I, for sure. From Go a ahead. business standpoint, you need to build your SEO. You need to get on all the directories. The easiest way to do it is a service called Yext.com. Um, just go to Yext. It'll explain itself. That's what most services you pay to do this for you. They circle around yeah, but, to Yext. Okay, but I, do you really believe yes. that Babu's going to get on this website and do all of that stuff for himself, really? I mean, part of being what, what a business I'm owner at, is... Chase, Chase, what I'm getting at is I understand what you're saying. Anybody can do anything they want. They can do their own, their own, uh, you know, uh, surgery. But, but what I'm saying is, is would you trust Babu uh, to, to go on a site and do his own SEO? <laughs> it, well, that's not, it's, it's, you input information and it's done. It's okay. done by them and it's done. Okay. We have, listen, Babu, we have a number of ideas for you, but he's right. Chase is right. Your, nowadays, your online presence is, is so, so important. There's no more phone book. I mean, really, I mean, people are going to go online and they're going to search. Well, they're they're going to put in Indian restaurants near me. Or and in, then Google's going to pop up the ones that are near you. And then you hit directions Indian, and or, you drive there. Or they say Indian food, Denver, or if you're going to Vail, Indian food. Well, but the point is you, you virtually have no presence here. That's the first thing, Babu. Maybe switch the entire concept and switch to Pakistani. No, food. no, no. Babu, hold on. Seriously. I don't want to just, I don't just want to blow you off. But there are steps you do, and your online presence, 
First, you need a website in conjunction with SEO because the way a website is constructed will help SEO. Even if you have a good SEO company, you can make it better if the website is organized. Let's get Kenny on. If the website is organized like the search engines like them to be. Hi, I'm Tom Martino, 303-713-TALK. We're having a lot of interesting discussion. Truly, we are about, you know, at, at what point do you let people do stuff for you? At what point do you do everything? And, and when you're starting out, how do you get started? I just want to say something very quickly. Google is the monster. Google is the search engine, okay? They are the ones that place people. Because most people go to Google, even if they use another search engine, they also use Google. No one ignores Google, so we can establish that. But the other thing is this, whether it's Google or any search engine, Google is one of the only companies in the world who came out and said, we are a search engine and you must deliver to us the stuff in an organized way. Uh, and we'll treat you, the more organized you are, the easier you make our job, the more we'll help you. They're basically telling you that. They will tell you exactly how to design a website in so many words. I mean, you have to go search. But what I'm getting at is, even with a good SEO company, if you have a lousy website that's disorganized, a really good SEO company would say, look, you need an organizational website. That doesn't mean a boring outline. It just means there are certain ways to organize certain load times, certain images you use, some you don't, and certain ways to lay out a website. It doesn't mean they all look the same, but they all perform relatively the same. It's just an organizational platform. And when you do that, Google rewards you. But you also need more than good website design. Then you need to know the tricks of the trade. And yes, you could probably fumble through years and years of trial and error and get it right or find a good service that can do some of it for you. But what I'm getting at is most people go to experts, okay? They really do. Just like you go to an expert to get your teeth cleaned, okay? I mean, they sell all the stuff you need to clean your own teeth. But I go to an expert. So what I'm getting at is most people don't understand all of the intricacies. But I want to ask Kenny Marks with Get Found Fast. Kenny is in one of the industries that has more BS than any industry I know. Kenny, everyone's the best, and everyone downs everyone else. And you know what was funny, Kenny? When I was looking for some SEO and companies, do you realize I heard your name? Do you know when I heard your name? They were almost, in every company I went to to talk to, they told me how technically savvy they were and how they knew people at Google even and how they were good at this and good at that and way better than get found fast. In fact, your name came up with every one of them. Uh, they never really talked about other companies, but they always talked about how they're better than you. And I don't know why. They all had a hard on for you, Kenny. That's what they had. Tom, I, I'm deeply honored. Uh, absolutely. Okay. I'm naming me by name. You know, it's funny too. I, I, I own get found fast with Greg Hoffman. You know him too from the old clear channel days. Mm -hmm. but, you know, they shouldn't be picking on me, man. I just own the thing. I'm not doing all the work. We get the But, key. Kenny, what's funny is, them. what's funny is, the name itself is damn good. But you must be doing something to irritate the hell out of them. And, and I bet you that the guys I talk to are really smart. And they really do know what they're doing. But for some reason, they envy what you're doing. So, what I want to know is, 
what do you do? What do you do for a guy like Babu who has an Indian restaurant and he wants more customers? What do you do? This guy, I, I can tell from talking to him, he doesn't have a clue about a lot of stuff. And yeah. he's... And, and so his website, he doesn't even have one or he's developing one. Who knows who's doing it? Who knows how good it is? When you take someone like that, do you go from step one with a website? Do you help them organize a website? You know, we sit and it, it's kind of um, SEO is the Wild West, Tom, as you know, and there are a lot of just ripoff companies. And there are some legit companies that just aren't really good at doing the work and everything in between. Yeah. But the first thing that we do is we sit down. Everyone everyone who we, we meet with has the same challenge. They all want more leads or more business right. through the website, 100% right. of the time. Right. And there is a lot that goes into that, like you were saying. It does start with the website. So a lot of people come to us and they have these so-called freebie sites from like Wix or Web.com right. or GoDaddy. Those are fine for a marketing piece. You know, if you have yeah. a business card and go check out my website, but those so-called freebie, I say so-called because you're still paying hosting fees and, yeah. and they make their money, but those are not going to be found by Google because there's no, there's no meat on the back end. There's no code. So and really by the way, that's another thing, about. Kenny, they want to see substance. It's all about content, Tom. It is. Okay. So website, and social media, media. Social media is a big part of it. Because what that does, it shows that you're active, that you're creating content. Hopefully, it links back to the website. There is a lot of stuff that goes into it. So if I were to meet with uh, Babu, I would first look at the website and determine, do you need a new website, or can we work with what we've got? Right. Because if we don't have to sell you a new website and spend a few grand to do that, let's work with the website you have. But chances are, if it's one of those freebies like Wix, you want to be on WordPress. I don't want to get technical with the list. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah, that is the most common Google-friendly format, and it starts there. Now, here's another thing. What about what about the black hole we call online marketing? Oh, my God, people can spend all kinds of money and get no results. It's, it's, in, it's insane, and, and the whole digital media world, which is pay-per-click, it's those display ads that right. follow you around. Uh, legal stalking, we like to call it. Um, you kind of got to know what you're doing with that as far as, you know, placing those. There's so many tools that Facebook offers, that Google offers to really super target your audience. Say you're, say you're a roofer. Say you're uh, yeah. XL Roofing, one of your great clients. Yes. And there's a hailstorm, but it only affects a certain neighborhood or a couple of square miles. We can drop ads in to exactly of that course. location of where course. the homes are being hit by hail. So you're not getting any waste, but you have to kind of know how to do that. Well, I'd like to, as an experiment, I'd like to have Babu do an initial consultation with you guys. That'd be great. I want to do that seriously, and I, Babu, I want your, I want you to meet with these guys with no obligation to see what kind of a plan they would come up with. I'm interested yeah. in this. Okay, Babu. Here's a nice thing we, we sure, do. sure. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. We have a lot of businesses that maybe you know it's not the right time or a good right. bet. But we always meet with people. It's kind of what I do for fun is help small businesses like you do. Yeah. And no one ever leaves one of our meetings, which takes you know half hour to an hour, without going, wow, I learned a lot. Yeah. He'll know why he's not winning, whether he chooses to do something about it or not. All right. He'll know what the cost is for a fix, and he'll know why his competitors are kicking his ass. GetFoundFast.com. We have more. Of course, people can do a lot themselves. But again, in the practical world, we need help.
And at least you look for people who can do things and then you stick to what you know. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Renew Home Innovations is a place that is really unique in contracting. You can trust them, first of all, they're great people. But the, the main deal I love is that they specialize in the bathroom and specifically the shower. You know, I love when you have specialists like this, designers who have high-tech Uh, beautiful imagery tools so you can see what you're getting, live virtual previews of what you're getting. They have special discounts for seniors, for veterans, and active military. They also have a good, better, best level so you can get it for your dream home, like the pure porcelain bathrooms, beautiful, or or the beautiful showers. Or, of course, you can do something quicker and easier. 303-904-2000. RenewHomeInnovations.com. This is important, okay? Um, we are talking to, uh, to uh, we talked to Babu about getting started. People, when you get started, online presence is important. Website design is important for SEO flow. Social media is important, not just for BS stuff, but just for, for a presence. And then online marketing, and it could be a big black hole. Of course, regular advertising is important. People get to know you, but you have to do it wisely and uh tim has a comment on babu and his restaurant what's your comment tim um, I, i'm a doordash and a grubhub driver and i would suggest he sign up with those and with uber eats to develop delivery business when i stop at a restaurant to pick up food for doordash there's often three or four other drivers waiting for their food and there might be one or two people or nobody sitting in the restaurant ordering food you know in some cases that you're right that delivery is a big business and anything you can do to make it more convenient i agree with you totally including online ordering people hate being on the phone and having to you know what's that what's that you know they love online ordering it's more convenient rodney tell me about your 99 dodge pickup other than it's a 99 dodge pickup what's going on Uh, it's got a multi-port fuel injection. Uh, multi-port anyway, fuel injection, okay. And and what is the basic problem right now? The basic problem is that if you crank it over, it will not start unless you use, uh, you know, like a ether or something. Not, oh, okay. So you always have to boost the, the intake the air. You always have to give the intake air some kind of boost, either ether or something, yeah. to get it started. Right. Every time. And once you start, you know, run down the highway, run anywhere you want to go all day long, as long as you don't shut it off. Really? And and that's every single time. But once it boosts, okay, hold on a second. Hey, um, Suzanne, maybe we can grab uh, Uncle Kevin, Kevin, uh, Sheridan Auto Tech, ask him a quick question on this. I'll bet you he'll have some ideas. Um, is this a new comment or did I take that comment? I think I took it. Okay. Mindy, what's happening with you, Mindy? This is a, a follow-up. Mark Major, this is a solar problem. Do you remember what this is? Uh, I do not, sir. Okay. Mindy, give us a hint. Tell us what's going on. Hi, Tom. Uh, yeah, sure. So I had gotten a solar mart system a couple of years ago, a ah, few years ago. And okay. I uh, had some problems with it and I was trying to... Was this a leased, is this a leased system? Nope, I bought it outright. A Solar Mart, you bought it outright. You got the tax credit? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then those guys went out of business. 
and um, I, you know, there's no one to do the service. This is the problem, Mindy. It's so difficult in the solar business to get people to work on the systems. It sucks. I was going to say that. What were you going to say, Chase? Uh, no, that's You're just shaking your head. It's really easy. I can name off about eight different solar companies that will go and touch any solar system out there right They away. will? Yes, yes. Eight of them. Yes. Why doesn't she know? Uh, Iron Solar is who I'd love. I'd call Bob out there. He but here, okay, I, I'd like to talk about that because we are finding it very difficult not to get people to install them and then they go out of business. But people who have been around a long time that can do repairs. So here's what we need to do. Hold on and we'll talk about service companies for solar. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the Troubleshooter. I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. What's going on? How can we help you? I ask that every day. I appreciate you hanging on. I'll get to all of your calls. We got a very interesting um, conversation going on about business, lead generation, uh, uh, getting your business off the ground. Please feel free to call in and talk about that. I also want to talk about, I want to follow up Rocky Mountain Retrofoam. I've been plugging those guys for a while and I love the product and I want to hear some actual experiences of uh, of some installations and I want to tell you about realcbdthatworks.com Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Um, that's important. The, the Panacea Life Sciences Lab uh, in Golden, and they're a national company, and we happen to have them right in our backyard. If you want CBD products that work in various forms, you pick the product that you like, and you can, you can um, count on the dosage. So if it says 35, it's 35, 35 milligrams. I suggest people ask, what dosage do you do, Tom? Well, I suggest you try the lowest first and then add it if it doesn't work. And you got to give CBD about an hour uh, to get into your system, uh, sometimes quicker for some people. RealCBDThatWorks.com. Let's talk about this uh, Dodge pickup not getting gas. We're trying to get somebody on for that. That is, if anybody has any uh, comments, give us a call. He he says it'll run perfectly all day, but but he can never turn it off. Or if he does, he must use a boost to get it started. Sounds like a fuel pump. It could, but but Mark, why would it if he puts ether in it? Because it's that... given up the ghost. It's towards the end of its uh, but, you know, but life so, cycle. So the engine has to be running for it to get enough I pumping talk, action. I talked yep. to him. He put a fuel pump in. He put a fuel pump in? You know, could it be something as simple as air? Like an air filter? Yeah, and there's there's pressure regulators. There's, there's, he's not going to diagnose this on the phone. So what about this solar system? Now, uh, we were talking about solar. Here's one thing I found. It happens with satellite and with solar. 
Satellite television. You can get a lot of people who put a magnetic sign on their truck and go out and install for people. They install for direct or, or dish or whatever. But getting service is almost impossible. Just calling someone saying, hey, I'm having a problem with my satellite. Can you help me? My satellite dish or system. Even the, even the actual company dish and the actual company direct TV, they don't like service calls. They like installation. But th- at least you can get them to come out. Uh, but trying to find independence to work on that stuff is almost impossible. Then we talk about solar. Solar, everyone wants to install systems for the big bucks, and then goodbye if you need service. One of the reasons Solar City works out, and I don't even know if I like Solar City. I don't know if I don't like them either, but Solar City at least is backed by a big company, and they have a lease. I don't know how they do for service, though. I, I've not had any calls about Solar City. But you know what's gone in the solar business are these companies that are locally locally owned and operated that are strong, that'll come out and service systems even if they didn't install them. I, I want to see like more vendors in the solar business. Solar is never going to take a foothold unless you can, first of all, replace products easily. Whereas, you know, uh, uh, the inverters can't be that that uh, exotic that you can't find another one or you have to switch the whole system. You need more systems that are interchangeable, like panels that can interchange with other panels or inverters and transformers and things that make it easier to maintain and keep. Chase Johnson is with... Um, Rocky Mountain Retrofoam, also Johnson Construction. He's he dropped by to say hi today. We we're going to talk about that product a little, but um, he said he knows people in the solar business because when he does his roofs with Johnson Construction, he has to call people to take the solar stuff off and put it back on. Right, Chase? So, Absolutely. So, how did you find these two companies? You say are pretty good. Flatiron Solar and Bright Street Solar. How did you Street. find them? Um, well, one of the things is Solar City is no longer Solar City, and that created a huge vacuum. What for, is it? It's now Tesla, and Tesla's moving out of the residential markets. They are? Yes, which wow. is they brought in a lot of solar companies that are preferred vendors now and that are—there's been a ton of pop-up solar companies in the last, I'd say, even six months. But the ones I work with, Flatiron Solar, he's just a mom-and-pop shop. He will fix anything we have with a solar system. He's been in business for— I would have to And say. they really do service even if they didn't go on it, even uh, if they didn't install it. In my it. experience, because he knows at some point you're going to get a new roof, and a, a solar system detach reset is an $8,000 job. He's building relationships for those situations. So uh, we do have someone that might fix that then. So, Mindy, um, when did you have your system installed? Well, I had it put in in 2015, but um, Mark did hook me up with someone, and I wanted to give him kudos. Oh, you did? Okay, area. good. Yeah. Uh, who did he hook you up with? It's a guy out of Cowhan. Uh, he had to drive clear up here to North Glen to help me out. His name's Brent. It's yeah, like he's, a, maker, he's, he's a listener. Maker. He's helped us out on the show. Oh, good, good. Does yeah. he have an actual company, Mark, a solar company? Yeah. But he's out of Cowhan. Does he work in the metro area regularly? Mm, he doesn't like to. So, Mindy, you were calling to let us know that. That's cool. Did he fix your problem? Yeah, I wanted to say that he not only um, diagnosed, you know, looked at my system, he he did the math, and he got up on the roof and found a solar cell that was being damaged by uh, by shade from a neighbor's tree. and, uh, and a whole Damaged? What do you mean me damaged? On. Well, apparently if there's shade, it can cause a solar cell to 
on one cell but not on the rest it can cause a it can cause the system to degrade i never heard of such a thing and he took some pictures of it and it showed some bad spots on that cell and um i have I, never I, heard of that but oh, i'm yeah, okay i don't know, know enough to maybe stuff. refute yeah. it but and he looked at like um the age of my system and he he figured out you know um how they degrade over a certain period of time and how much loss I'd have from that. And he looked at what I might be using extra in the house and, and how I might be using more versus. Well, are you saving money with your solar system since you've installed it? Uh, well, that was what I was having problems with is in the first couple of years I did, but then now the last couple of years I was questioning it. I thought I had something wrong. Well, I want to ask you, what did you spend on your system? Um, about, Close to thirteen thousand, maybe fourteen thousand. Is that after the rebate or before the rebate? Before the rebate. So you got part of the thirteen back. I did. So probably nine thousand something. Nine thousand back or nine thousand it cost no, you? No, probably nine thousand is what it cost me. So you netted about nine grand out of pocket, and then uh, you saved what on a monthly basis when you put it in? Well, I wasn't using that much electric to begin with, and I'd been traveling for work, so I used more after I. Oh, I get, I get what you're saying. You used more, but it didn't cost you more. Yeah, so, um, so that's what I was trying to sort out because I get that rebate on. Does solar even pay anymore? I want to know. Does solar actually pay? When they did the math, so I'm a math person myself, and they did the math. They, they told me it would pay itself back in seven years. And when I did the math, it looked to me like it would pay me back in 20 years. But 20 years is still okay if it pays me back. Right? Uh, it's not for me, but uh, it well, might but, be for you. And then paying back, a lot of people, when they talk about payback, you know what they don't include? Come on, guys, you're smart. Co- cost of money. Right, cost of money. Um, so even though it pays you back, that capital investment, um, do you get any return on it in addition to that? You know, or are you just breaking even? I, my God, if you if you just break even in twenty years, oh, that's not even close to being all right, in my opinion. So, apparently, as I said, we got a couple people, according to uh, Chase. I don't know these people, but Flatiron Solar came right to his mind. And then, is it Bright Street Solar? Bright Street Solar. And they do service and and installations? Flatiron's been open since 2007, though. I really prefer Flatiron. That's pretty cool. All right. So, speaking of uh, retro foam, I just need to know actual experiences. Do any come to mind where they were shocked or where it was a a, a cool job? They didn't have any insulation? What what comes to mind? Let's talk to Tim. Tim, you're, you're of course, the GM over there. You bet. uh, For Chase. So, well, give me an idea of an example. Sure, of sure. And this is why I got into this business is because we hear it all the time. Yeah. Everybody that gets this done, they always have a great experience from the standpoint well, that because, they notice so they're many thinking, drafts knocked They're thinking out. they're going to have to disrupt their living space yeah. or lay in bats or even Correct. the spray-ins, not the spray-in, but mm-hmm. that cellulose stuff. Yeah, that, cellulose. That's good, that's good stuff, but that still mm-hmm. doesn't cover like your stuff does. Correct. Ours, the biggest thing is it's going to block all that air, air from coming in and out of the house. Yeah, but guy. By the way, if you go to foamyourwalls.com, you'll see the video. Okay, mm-hmm. so give me an example. Of you betcha. Like some of the recent ones we have, like on Google reviews and such yeah. as that, people talk about uh, having to use these uh, heaters all the time, you right. know, just electric heaters all the time in their houses, right. just to keep the corner rooms you know, warm enough and such. Now they don't have to because of this, and they've put that on the reviews, what, how much better it makes the house. What percentage of homes in the last 
90 days. Mm-hmm. Have you had to um, do it? It took more than a day. Oh, I'd say about uh, 15% of them. You know, we've had some very large homes. So uh, we've done some uh, commercial jobs as well that sometimes will take more than a day because of the way it sets up. But if you have a very big home, let's say it's 5,000 square feet or so, it's going to take us a couple of days. But you don't even have to go inside the house. Uh, No, not usually. We don't have to do that. Now, we will go in to inspect walls uh, to make sure no foam comes out of your electrical outlets that is not cleaned up. You know, little things like that. But for the most part, we just want to make sure everything was done perfectly correct. Can you visibly hear the difference of ambient when you walk you in can. with the sound. Yeah, and Is that's it like another a nice review. deadening sound. Oh yeah. It's kind of like it's a, a very day, peaceful sound. You know, I kind of liken it to, you know, when you get a really big snowstorm and you get a ton of snow all over yeah, your yeah, house yeah, and everything's yeah. just so quiet. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like that. You yeah. know, our tests show that it eliminates up to 80% of the noises like uh, you know, just voice noises and, you know, vehicles and things like that. So it does a wonderful job. You'll see a lot of reviews that comment about that as well. Now, Annette, do you buy a new car? Do you lease? Do you get a used one? We'll talk about that too. Rodney, we're still waiting on our expert for your to see who has some ideas on your uh, pickup. Of course, it can be anything. And then, Mike, we want to just check in with him again. I don't know where the status was. He His phone connection was bad the other day. He's the one who uh, whose wife committed suicide. He had just gotten out of jail. And the wife's family decided on their own without any authorization to basically steal his kids. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Frank Duran, the real estate man. If you're looking to buy real estate, they have a buying team. If you're looking to sell, he'll list your home and clean it and stage it. Here's Here's the deal. If you decide you don't want to, you change your mind or... For some reason, you want to get out of the contract, he lets you out. Because he knows he has to earn your money, earn your trust every day. And, and using a good real estate person doesn't cost you money. It makes you money. Frank Duran, therealestateman.com, 303-920-1622. All right. So, Mike, he basically, I don't know what to do. And I'm asking for suggestions. Um, I'm asking for some suggestions. First and foremost, um. Mike was in jail. He got out. His wife committed suicide shortly after. But here's what I don't understand. Ex-wife. His ex-wife. Here's what I don't understand. You were in jail for something that was, I mean, it's just, it was what? It was, Mike, it wasn't like a violent crime, right? Theft and drugs. it It was not a violent crime, sir. And you did how much time total? I did 10 months. Okay. First, so you, first time I ever did time. Right. I understand that. You, yes, it, you don't have a bad record. I'm just saying, look, you got into trouble, but there's no reason why the parent or, or the, the, the siblings of your wife, your ex-wife, the family should actively steal. They, they basically said you're not going to get your kids. Even though they had no court authority, nothing, you have full custody as the biological parent. You never had your parental rights terminated. Is that correct? Yes, sir. I never had them terminated at all. Okay. So they took your kids from Florida, where your ex-wife was, to South Dakota. Any time along the way, did they ever get any courts, any court um, rulings for this? Did they, even by lying, did they get it? Yeah, they lied to the judge. Where? uh, In Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Saying what? That the kids are in danger? 
basically they said that I was not around and they got a temporary uh, custody, emergency custody motion to take my kids. And, and this was, they said the mom's, the mom's dead. The yep. dad's not around. We yep. need to help these kids. We are related to them. They never said, by the way, the dad is hounding us to get his children. Yeah, no, they never said that. And we, um, the radio show, we wrote up a power of attorney form and sent that to Florida, and it was active. I don't understand. How could they lie? They said they had no contact with you, and, and you basically have abandoned your kids. Yep, that's, that's what's but going now, on, But now, now, we got to talk about now. You yeah. need to do something now. So you need yep. to enter a motion setting yep. aside the previous one. Well, and, and you need to set aside a motion, excuse me, a motion to set aside or for to get your kids. It's not even a motion for custody. You already have custody. I This is the weird part. But, but Mike, yeah. when this guy did the emergency uh, motion and, yeah. and he granted them yep. an order, was it temporary? Temporary, and I got to go to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, on January twenty eighth. Okay, at least the judge, at least the judge did not make it permanent, so he made it temporary. That's like with a temporary restraining order. Many judges justify them by saying, "Look, even if it's not true, we'll we'll do a temporary restraining order. You guys can all hash it out in court as to whether we make it permanent or not." So here, here's the deal: you have to go the twenty eighth. Yes, sir. Well, how you need to ask for a continuance. That's the first thing. And, yeah. and there's nothing wrong with that because you need to find counsel. Have you yep. talked to any lawyers in Sioux Falls, South Dakota? No, I'm uh, calling a pro bono outfit today uh, um, also, and I'm going to get everything kind of you know, the ball rolling with Okay. Uh, you mean like a legal aid? Yeah, yeah, because the, my funds are not um, – I just don't have the funds at the moment, so... Of course not. Now, what do you do for a living? What is your career or what is your trade, if you have one? I've been in the um, like the power and gas industry. I used to work for a subcontractor for Excel Energy. Okay. I've been in the union 20 years, operating engineer. So you can get another day. job pretty easily, you think? Or do you, are you oh, working? Yeah. Are you working no. now? Well, I'm, I've, I've been doing kind of stuff just um, here and there, but I, you know, with everything, my obligations to my kids and the... Where do you live right now? I'm in Lakewood, Colorado, and I'm. Are you going to remain mom. in Colorado? Yes, sir. I Where were you married to this woman? Where was the ceremony or the 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 legal uh, license from? We got married in Adams County, Colorado. Okay. Where did you get divorced? Um, Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Ah, yeah. and so I, you need to get the venue moved here. That's yep, what you yep. really need to do. That's your first line of business. Yes, so sir. you may want to challenge that right off the bat. Yep. For that, I think you would need an attorney here. Suzanne, What did you have yep. something to say on this? Did, we have talked to Bonnie Shields about this. Have you ever talked to Bonnie Shields? I have not, no. Yes, we have. On she said air, he has he to get... Personally, right? What did she yeah. say? He has to get an attorney there? Yeah. To challenge jurisdiction, yes. to move it here. I believe so, Tom. Okay. Definitely. Let us know how that goes I would do that. I would first challenge venue, it's called, or jurisdiction, and and try to get it moved here. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. That may or may not work. But okay. th- now, who lives in South Dakota? It's uh, my ex-wife's whole family, mom and stepdad. What? And Do they, and are, they ba- are they basically saying... You should never get your girls back. Pretty much, because they they have not even let me. This is crazy. Their, yeah, I call their phone and I can't get through. And I, I saw them, uh, my girls, once for fifteen minutes in Winter, South Dakota, under the, uh, <laughs> under the, with the, with the police department. Now, how <laughs> old are your girls? Twelve and ten. Did you have a good relationship with them? Yeah, I sure did. And you know, but me and the ex split up, and I gave her. All rights and, you know, everything, because I knew she was a great mother. And, and with all we, due respect, Mike, you, even yeah. before you were incarcerated, you had yeah. not seen the girls for a few years, correct? Is that true? Yeah, it was, it's been a minute, because my legal problems. Here, yeah, but Mike, Mike, that, Dakota, that will count against you, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. But, and uh, did you, know, you have, so even though, did you have visitation? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Every no, there was nothing taken away from my parental rights. All, right. all I might. You just did. Agree. You just did not exercise them. So the question is, what's in the best interest of the children? Yeah. Um, they, man, I'll tell you, they kept skirting the issue. We asked, do you think he should at least get visitation? The here's what they said to us: when yeah. he's ready, that's they keep saying. When you're ready, you can have sure. your kids. But wouldn't that piss you off if you have someone outside of the court telling you that? I mean, you know, her sister, I don't know if her sisters may never have liked you. You know what I'm saying? And so what do they mean when you're ready? What does that mean when you're ready? Who's going to decide that? I kept asking them. Who decides that? You guys decide that when you're ready. I don't know. They've been my girls. You know, I've, I've been involved with them ever since they were born, and I... Christina, you know, she didn't work. I paid all the bills. She got All right, here's the deal. I want you to tell me how it goes after consulting that uh, pro bono place. 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Rocky has a question about car shield. Rocky? Yes. What about it? I just wanted to make sure that is this company legit? Uh, now, wait, now, now, see, the company is legit. But that doesn't okay. mean that doesn't mean you should do it. The company collects premiums, and 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 they're supposed to be a warranty kind of company, right? A service kind of company. All right. Yeah. Uh, why do you need it? Um, just for the extended warranty for my vehicle. So if just what year is your vehicle? What year is your vehicle? I have 2013 Chevy Cruze. And is it coming out of warranty, or it came out of warranty, right? Correct. How many miles on it? 126. Okay. First of all, Car Shield will not cover anything that's due to the age of the vehicle, the mileage of the vehicle, 
anything they consider normal wear and tear, or anything they consider owner abuse. So what's left, Rocky? Uh, what's left? It's, uh-huh. it's catastrophic failure from a manufacturer defect. Now, don't you think that would have come out by now? What right. I'm getting at is this, Rocky. I have never read one worth of crap. And, and is Car Shield also for maintenance, or is it just the warranty part? It's just the warranty part. Yeah. The, Let's put it this way. How did they uh, solicit you? Did they call you, or are you just buying this car? No, I did. Uh, actually, it was on TV, so I saw the ad on yeah. TV. So I wouldn't I do it. Here's what I'm telling you. I wouldn't do it because you're going to find you're not going to get anything covered. Look, let's just say it like it is. I, I can go through every detail, but I'm going to give you my opinion. I would never do it. In fact, most extended warranties are worth are crap. And the only time to get really an extended warranty is to get a manufacturer's warranty at the end of of your regular warranty. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. I was talking about Denver trial lawyers during the break, and um, I wanted to bring out some of these things because it's important. They got a $5 million settlement against Adams County School System for sexual assault. They've gotten a $22 million medical malpractice, a $70 million birth injury. Some of these are settlements. Some of them are adjudicated through a judge and some are jury verdicts so it's it's just important that you know that uh, these guys take the more unusual cases i put it but that don't hesitate to call to find out and that is denvertriallawyers.com okay so rodney's got his uh 99 pickup i think we have somebody who wants to weigh in on it and it's jeff vick kimmer transmission he's on a referral list at referralist.com and rodney basically it sounds simple but weird and jeff listen to this okay if he goes out to start his truck it'll never start on its own he's got to boost the intake with ether now it'll start and it'll run perfectly after that but if he shuts it down anytime during the day he has to restart it with ether. Uh, uh, that tells me what? I mean, it is, it's getting fuel because it runs, right? Jeff, what is yeah, your gut? When you first start up, I mean, basically that fuel pump has to run a wide open throttle. So if you've got a weak fuel pump, I mean, that's a possibility right there. And that's so what Mark simple, said. Uh, yeah, I, a simple I, pressure test. I, I, ho, 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 on. You're both talking. Rodney, did you, what did you do about the fuel pump? I put a new one in it. You got a new fuel pump. The yeah, next place it. I would go with. God, Rodney's phone sucks. My God, whatever you do, throw that phone out. I mean, you sound like this. So, I mean, it's not your fault, Rodney. It just sucks. So, so Jeff, he did the fuel. I'm going to put him on hold. It sucks so much. I can't even stand it. I can't even stand listening to it right now. Just hold on. Um, Jeff, what do you do if you've done the fuel pump already? Well, then I'd check to make sure you're actually getting sufficient spark. I mean, some old, worn-out spark plugs aren't going to fire off very hot. And okay. going to pop off a lot faster than gas. Okay. So fuel pump, let's ask him about that. Rodney, did you do uh, spark plugs? Yes, the brand new spark plugs in it. Really? Holy. Jeff, he's got well, new plugs. Keep going. 
Well, from there on out, I'd have to start digging into the vehicle and see where the actual issue is coming from. Could it be something as simple as air? Uh, What about the air filter, Rodney? Van there. Yeah, the fuel sending unit. What's the fuel sending unit, Jeff? What does that do? It's going to work in conjunction with that that, uh, uh, fuel pump. pump. What does it do? it's exactly what it sounds like. It's, it's receiving signal back and forth, giving information back and forth to the computer. For it fuel regulates feed. the fuel pump. You got it. Ain't that doing the pump? Is so, that you buying it? So, Rodney, what did you do about the fuel sensor or the sender? Okay. I haven't done anything with that. Um, I take it you don't want to take it into a shop, right? You do it yourself? Yeah, I normally do. Okay. Well, well, doing some proper diagnosis. I mean, a guy's going to run down and find out what it's going to cost, what it's going to take to actually fix it. You know, at the least amount of cost. But if you keep hunting and pecking, sooner or later you're going to hit something that makes it work. Yeah, and it seems to me. Yeah, it seems to me that uh, Jeff and maybe you agree. I mean, when people are resistant to going to a shop, they end up sometimes spending more money because now he's got he's got a brand new. Uh, He's got a brand new uh, fuel pump. He's got brand new spark plugs. He's got a brand new air filter. What about a carburetor? Now, I'm serious. No, is this fuel injected? Yeah, it's fuel injected. Okay. Okay. Well, like like Jeff said, eventually you're going to hit it. But there's nothing we can do about it, Rodney, other than take a few guesses, educated guesses. And, uh, Jeff, you know, a lot of people, I think, misunderstand diagnosis. Now, obviously, if they're not going to have the work done, you can't have people coming in all day just to find out what's wrong. But if they did want to, if someone said to you, we're inclined to do stuff ourselves, can you diagnose this problem? Is it an hourly basis? Yeah, I mean, the typical diagnosis we charge for a single hour. If it's going to be something, you know, i.e., we're you know doing an extensive electrical, then, you know, we charge for, uh, for a full hour, and then we charge half-hour increments after that. Uh, okay. Know, but- Generally, within the first hour or two, we can usually run down a customer's problem. All right. Thank you. And that's uh, Kimmer Transmission, 303-693-1400. Now, um, Chase, Chase Johnson is roofsbyjohnson.com, by the way. That's where you're going to see a cannon shoot these giant ice balls at his hailproof roof. And then he also does the the retro foam, which is uh, foamyourwalls.com. But Chase, you are going through a living nightmare right now. What? It's a Ford, right? Yes, yes, a 2014 F350. But the bottom line on your Ford is the engine's toast, right? Engine's toast. And you're blaming who? Uh, Barbie's Freeway Ford. Why? Uh, they installed a, they, they broke a gas, or a, what is it, a coupling to the antifreeze when they when they did a, a repair on it. Okay. And they reinstalled it. It blew off. It overheated. When it overheated, it Now, can they bad. argue that it overheated because you didn't notice it? You didn't pull over? The idiot light was on or whatever? Uh, no. Or was it too catastrophic, too fast? I was going uphill in Breckenridge with a with a 20,000-pound trailer behind me. And then it so, popped out. It, it po- shot off. All the fluid ran out of the truck, and it instantly overheated. Instantly warped? Uh, yep. From that point forward, we haven't been able to solve it. And uh, in diagnostics, it's, it's, it's some warped heads. And Barbie says they're not responsible? Nope. Yep, they they don't, yeah. Wow. No response, no nothing. Anyway, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Tom Martino here, 303-713-8255, here to help you solve problems, answer questions, and take complaints. And uh, 
Let's talk, okay? What's going on, Monica? What's happening? Come on. What's happening, Monica? Oh, hi. I thought I got hung up on. I'm sorry. Hi. Oh, it's okay. I, I was wondering I was wondering who you're talking to. What's going on? Yeah, um, it's a true blessing to speak to you. You're an angel for helping people talk to people like this, I think. And I started listening to the radio station yesterday. Oh, cool. I haven't turned it off. <laughs> well, what's going on, Monica? With uh, This has to do, are you going through a divorce? No, I'm divorced. We got I got joint custody. Okay. Um, oh, it's so complicated. It's okay. I, mean, I just I'm nervous. Well, here, here, listen, Monica. If you just explain it any way you want, I'll fill in with questions. Okay. It started off three to four years ago. I'm going to boil it down in okay. a nutshell, real quickly. Yeah. Um, three to four years ago, we got a divorce. Uh huh. Picked up cigarettes. I'm 49 years old. And I started smoking cigarettes in the divorce because <laughs> okay. I was stressed out. But um, we got joint custody. Now, yeah. mind you, we got back together the day of the divorce or the next day. I moved back in. With Wait a minute. You got back together and moved yes. back in? Yes. Okay. And then so what? a year went by. Everything was fine. He kicked me out. He thought he could kick but me But you guys out. were Didn't still, me? let me get this straight. Were you guys still legally divorced? You didn't have to go through another yes. divorce, right? No. No. You did not have to go through another divorce, right? No, I didn't. Okay, good, good. Okay, then what? Okay, so he kicked me out. Mm -hmm. Cops were called several times. They told me I could break the window. This... He's just very controlling and insecure is what his problem is. Well, obviously you guys had problems, right? How long were you married? How long were you married in total? housing. I got evicted because somebody stole my rent. When I was living in Grecio Housing, my 2010 Chrysler Town & Country was stolen. I reported it to the cops. Monica, Monica, listen, you're trying to be too brief, I think. First of all, how long were you married in total? Um, I was with him on and off for 20 years. Okay, so now, years. after this after this second breakup, after the divorce, you got back together. How long did you stay together before he kicked you out again? A year. Okay, so you were a year after divorce, he kicked you out again. And then you had a problem with someone stealing yes. rent. That was after you moved out the second time? I moved into Crescio Housing. I had applied. Cause what is that housing? What, you keep, that what is Crescio, what is Crescio or Grecio Housing? Low income. Oh, okay. Low income. I was a stay-at-home mom for 12 years. I haven't worked in 14 years. Okay, gotcha. You're, I, I know, here's what I think is happening. Monica, I think you're setting me up for something. You're telling me a story about your hard luck because why? Is the husband using this against you? He has been parentally alienating my son since he was two. We have a 15-year-old and a 10-year-old. I tried contacting the kids. So are these, are they both boys, 15 and 10? One is a boy and one is a girl. Okay, and and what do you mean he's alienating uh, both or one? He wouldn't have them return my calls. He said I abandoned Uh, them. He's a compulsive liar. I haven't abandoned them at all, so... Okay. I'm back in the house with him because I didn't have much of a choice to go anywhere Wait, else. Wait, so right now, hold on, right now, you're back with him again, but not as husband and wife. You're just living there. He wants me back, but all the lies and the, what he's put But are you living through. in that house right now? Yes, sir. Okay. 
Well, now we have established you're divorced, living in the same house, and he is alienating your children against you. Correct. But you're living there. What excuse would he have? That that seems weird to me that he's letting you live there, but yet he he's alienating the kids. I want to know what that means coming up and what we can do for you. Annette wants to talk about a vehicle. Annette, buying a vehicle is important. We'll help you out. Hang on. Become the banker. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help. I need somebody. No, Tom Martino. Yes. The Troubleshooter. I'm Tom Martino. Welcome to the show. What's going on in your life? We have so much going on. Let's get right to the phones. How do you like that? This show's all about help. Help, help, help. And if you need help, all you have to do is call 247-303-MARTINO and then leave a message. If we don't answer, leave a message and we'll get right back to you if you leave your number. Isn't that easy? And when we're on the air right now, you can go 303-713-TALK. Annette's been waiting a while. I want to take her, and then I'll go back to Monica, who's, who we were started with. And then Tony wants to talk about her car being towed and destroyed. We have, by the way, Rocky Mountain Retrofoam with us. The website I'd like to direct you to is foamyourwalls.com. It's the most incredible video. I love it. I think that video sells it, uh, really. It's, a, it's an injection foam that fills every nook and cranny in a home from the outside. You don't ever disturb your living space. Hey, Annette. You are, uh, what, did you just get an insurance settlement, or you're just going to buy a car, or what's going on? Do you have one to trade? Tell me your story. Yeah, well, first of all, I just want to say, love your show. I've been listening since the Father um, John days. My God, that's a long time. Thank you. Thank you. So what's Uh, happening? Yeah, so we just moved back to Colorado recently, and from being gone for a while, and we are definitely... With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Need of a four-wheel drive, and we don't have a car to to trade or anything but i know in the past you and mark would if somebody was ready to buy they knew what they wanted you could call in yeah we can and help you find a great find a great deal yeah we now now again i want to go over something and at the risk of being redundant i really want to go over this what is your mission are you going to keep this a long time or do you like new cars every now and then I would probably say we would like new cars. Every okay, night. because if you can live by terms of a lease, and most, I just want to preface by saying most people can't, but if you can, it's an excellent way to acquire and keep vehicles because you're only paying for what you use. You're only paying for the part of the car you use. You only finance that part of the car that you use, and then the residual, if theoretically you live by the terms of the lease, you walk away from it and you have a residual. If it's really, if the car went up in value because it's rare or all of a sudden a lot of people want them, you can always decide to buy it and you're buying a used car from yourself. But here's the deal. Uh, Leases, the mistake people make with leases, the biggest mistake is they, because the payment is lower than buying, 
they start comparing the payments. But just a $10 swing in a lease payment can be the difference between a good lease and a bad lease, just $10. So even though they compare the payments and they say, oh, you know what, uh, leasing is four fifty and buying is six fifty. So then they start adding things to the payment, like options, and then that 450 payment goes to six. But they say, "Oh, it's still fifty dollars cheaper than buying." No, it's it's way more expensive than buying at that point if you do the math. So what I'm getting at is, you must acquire the vehicle at a great price for it to be a good lease, and you must not pack the payment. In other words, don't let a dealer talk you into packing the payment. If you can do that, live by the terms of the lease, the mileage, and the years, and never turn it in early, it would be the way to go. If you want to buy, then that's up to you. Uh, But here's the deal. I suggest, with the way technology is nowadays, a lot of people think I'm nuts, but I would buy a new vehicle with a long warranty unless there's a specific used car you can find in pristine condition. So uh, I would never uh, really, if I had the money, buy a used car with more than 50,000 miles. Now, I'm talking about the ideal situation. What are you looking for so we're looking for a brand new chevy colorado or maybe a very slightly used like fifteen thousand um silverado but why Um, chevy i'm just curious i'm not saying chevy's bad but why chevy or gmc well probably number one my husband his chevy silverado our sun drives it it's had two hundred and seventy thousand miles they just last just good vehicles. We like okay, to and they are well. good vehicles. But um, yeah. but but there there are many. And I'm I'm look at I, I people think I own stock in the company and I don't. There are many great Kias and uh, Hyundai's and other cars that have excellent warranties that will last a long time. Again, I'm not trying to steer you that way. I'm just telling you that those are right. options. But if you want a Chevy, Chevys are good vehicles. Um, and you can get pretty good deals. I would probably start there. Um, yeah. And it, and if you want, we do have people we can we can call and hook you up with, or at least get you some quotes. And then what you yeah. can do is compare them. You have nothing to lose. That'd be great because we know what we want. So yeah, that'd be great. Okay, if you know exactly what you want, I'm going to give you to Daphne. She's going to direct okay. you to our email, which is uh, help at troubleshooter.com. And then we're going okay. to take that and see what kind of bids we can get you. Awesome. That sounds great. I Thanks, want to make Tom. this really clear. Like we're not auto brokers. We're not making a dime on this. And only on new stuff. Right. We're not going out looking for deals for people because we make money on it. I want to make that very clear. This is not our business. We're just helping people. So get that information, Daph, and we'll figure it out. Now, Monica said she was divorced from her husband and then moved back in with him only because she had no choice. She had a tough time paying rent and and staying, uh, you know, keeping up with bills and all that. She's had some bad luck, some vehicles stolen, and she had some rent checks stolen, whatever it is. Right now, she's living in a home with her ex-husband and her two kids. 10 and 15, and she says the husband, the ex-husband, is alienating the children. To what end, Monica? Is he avoid? Is he saying don't have anything to do with your mom? How is he alienating them? Yes, he has 
put numbers on their phone to where I can't get into it. I've heard comments from my kids to where I know that he says things that are not true. He said when we were going through the divorce that I pawned something. Well, first off, then he said, said that, Mom, you sold my cards. May I ask something, Monica? Do you work? Do you work? No, I... I was a stay-at-home mom for 12 years. I got alimony, and I do not work right now. Okay. Monica, because you talk about rent... I actually partially work. I go to the bin, and I sell clothes. Okay. But you said your rent check one time was stolen. Is that right? No. It was somebody that was... I lead with my heart. He didn't have nowhere to go. I let him stay with me temporarily. I gave him my $500 that I received per month. Because my ex-husband was shorting me on alimony. I don't want to get into each other. And he but... took the cash. I okay. had the church All right. come And over. then you said one time you had a vehicle stolen. <gasps> my ex-husband, bought, I called him because he makes over a hundred grand. I said, can you help? The van is in storage. It's $1,000. He didn't come back for another week. By then it was 2000 So I signed the title over to him. Oh, I get it. As he requested. All right, so so Monica, it just sounds like you. It sounds like you can't get a handle on your finances and living on your own. Correct. Okay. No, I can't right now because right now my name is bad. I've never been evicted in my entire life. Okay, but now now this is a different story. So, isn't that kind of nice of him to let you live with him? Yes. It is, but he continues to tell the kids things. I can tell by the way Vinny acts, you know, he's always having him, putting him do, in the middle. Do, do you have an addiction problem or a drug problem? Correct, yes. Oh, thank you for your he honesty. What kind of addiction? Meth. Oh, my God, Monica. I went, I admitted myself to Cedar Springs on Christmas. Are you in? Are you in a? Are you in a treatment program right now? No, I called everywhere. I exhausted my efforts. I'm on Medicaid. Well, listen. I don't think he's alienating them. I think he's probably telling them, kids. Monica, you know, here's the deal. Just being a meth addict. He won't let my daughter talk to Tessa. He He may listen. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want my kids having anything to do with you if you were the mom with being a meth addict. Seriously, this guy's walking a tightrope. He's trying to keep the kids. He does it too. He's a meth addict? He does it too, but not as much as me. Oh, my God, these poor kids. These poor kids. Is your husband, you said he makes more than 100000 a year. Yes. What, what does he do for a living? Auto body tech, and he does meth. Is he an addict? Is he well? Almost everyone's addicted if they do it. You, you, you can't do meth recreationally. How much meth does he do? Not very much. Huh? Not not that much. What does that mean? Are you lying about it? Does he do meth or not? Does he does he do meth or not? Yes, sir. Like once every what? Four months? Five months? Tell me how much he does. Every other week. A couple times a month. Monica, have you guys thought about maybe getting some help? I mean, is he getting help for that or not? I have. He would never admit. 
she's done wrong. I I wish I, I swear I, to God I I, I think I should, I feel like calling everywhere. social services. I mean, uh, I called everywhere around the city to try to get. Yeah, I'll tell you what. You give us your information. Hold on. We'll get we'll get you help. You you give us your information, and we'll get you help. All right, all right. Okay. Get her on the phone right now, Daphne, and turn down the volume in there and get her information, please. All right. Tell me when you got that phone picked up. All right. Can she hear me on the phone? She can't. We're, we need to call social services on these people. These poor freaking kids are living with two meth addicts. We need to call somebody. So have Daphne get as much information as possible. This is one case where I think we need social services to step in. I mean, I, you know, I appreciate that she's honest and she's calling, but, you know, she's upset that he's alienating the kids. And, and the kid said, Mom, you pawned my so-and-so. She probably did. She probably did. Addicts are the biggest liars in the world. The biggest liars in the world. They'll, they'll tell you some truth, but not, never the whole truth. Now, is the husband doing meth or is she the ex or is she just saying that to get him in trouble too, or, or so she doesn't look so bad? But don't you people agree we should call uh, social services? All right. We got some questions on Rocky Mountain Retrofoam coming up, and I have a, a couple on the hill, some emails we'll get to right after this. Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. Listen to this. Listen to this. You're not going to believe it. You can be immune from any malware, any adware, any a phishing wear, any uh, ransomware, immune from it, protected totally, your business or your home. You got to find out more. But this is a filter that all your web traffic, traffic goes through. It does not know what you're surfing, so they don't spy on you. And it does not affect your speed at all. It's as little as $3 a month, a little more like $3.99 a month for a computer. And the more devices you have, the cheaper it gets. It is a perfect solution for a family. As an administrator of your family, you can even limit what your kids surf or how much they surf per day. You can do all kinds of controls for your home or business. But here's the bottom line. You will never have to worry about ransomware again. Even at the worst case scenario, worst case, where they click on something within an email... It will only affect one device at the very most and never affect your network. This is an amazing product, safernet.com. You can even try it now, free of charge, a free trial period, safernet.com. Pass that around. Frankly, I don't know why everyone is not doing it. Everyone, safernet.com. Steve's got a comment on Mike trying to get the kids back. The guy that got out of jail, his ex-wife committed suicide. The sisters of the ex-wife took the kids and basically won't let him have them. And they just made up their minds that he shouldn't have the kids. Now, Mike is trying to fight this. There's going to be a hearing in South Dakota. But the initially, they lied and said that the mom died and the dad has nothing to do with the kids, which wasn't true. I mean, he um, had been in jail. Listen, the guy did 10 months, but 
Who decides parental rights are terminated just because you don't like the guy? That sucks. Now, Steve, you have a comment. Go ahead. Yeah, Tom, I do. You know, I'm kind of curious as to, you know, I know you're trying to help him and all that. And that's fine. But, I mean, he hasn't seen the girls in, what, a couple now, of years. Now, you're right. You're right. He did bring out that he had not seen his girls for a couple years, even though he had visitation rights. Um, but he part of that is because the wife moved away to Florida. Well, I'm just trying to look from a... Uh, Objective perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, he has no uh, job. He has no health insurance for the girls. He has no permanent residence for the girls. And did anybody, I mean, I know the girls aren't of age to determine whether or not they want to come back here or stay there. But did anybody ask the girls, hey, I don't know. Do you want to stay here? I don't know. And I don't know if the, if the courts did or not. Uh, we'll have to find that out. But, Steve, you bring up some good points. Okay? You really do. He, he hasn't seen them in a while. He doesn't have employment yet or a place to live. And, and if they truly, if the sisters truly wanted to keep the girls until he got on his feet, if they truly wanted to do that, it would be excellent. But I think they're just saying that. I don't know if they really have this guy in mind. I think they want to keep yeah. the girls. I don't know, Mark. What, yeah. What's the impression yeah. you got? Well, you I don't know about that. what irritates me more than anything. It's her family that's putting up this stink. Whether they should or not, I don't know, because I don't know these kids. But it's the mother that decided to off herself. She's the one that created this entire thing. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So, Steve, what do you think should be done in a nutshell? You know what? In all honesty, I think... Maybe, you know, the judge ought to meet with the girls and, you know, are they happier here in South Dakota? Are they financially better here in South Dakota with yeah. her family and, and housing and schooling? I mean, it's interesting. I think he's from there. Are you part of this, man? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. No, no, I understand. But but he was talking from the judge's perspective. Steve, I think in light of what you said, though, you bring up a good point. Here's what I think. I do think, since they have apparently loving relatives, that the judge should at least put a limit on it and say, okay, right now, the girls are in a good place. I mean, if they are, right? And then say, however, sir, when you get a place to live and a job and can provide a home, we will release the girls back to you. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. No, but the judge follows whatever the rules are. He doesn't make his own rules. If this guy's the guardian... He's the guardian. He's the dad. That's right. it. You're right, Mark. And but judges can modify uh, things. They can make her. They could say temporarily we're going to leave them where they are in the best interest of the children. And then when you prove to me you have a place and all that. But technically, it should have never happened because it's automatic that the dad had custody automatically. All right, Tony. I'm finding this hard to believe. Your car was towed and destroyed. Oh, shit. Tony, Hello? what happened? Hello? Tony. Okay, hold okay, on. Okay, I parked my car. I did. I got it. I got it. Okay, go ahead, Tony. Okay, I parked my car in an apartment complex, my boyfriend's apartment complex. Okay, okay. do me a favor, though, Tony. Do, do me a favor. Don't ever say anything bad, because in the beginning, I had to bleep out that word. So tell me, you, you parked Sorry. your car in an apartment 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Complex and what happened? Yes. I, I was just visiting, and I didn't park in guest parking because it was full. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. So I parked in non-guest parking. Uh, okay, but Wait, in what and, kind of parking did you park? Uh, non-guest parking. Not, oh, you mean resident. You, hold on. Non-guest parking is called resident parking. Yes, resident parking. Okay, so then what happened? Resident parking. Um, I was there. I wasn't planning on staying the night. It doesn't matter. How long night. were you there? So... I was there for less than 24 hours because they oh my came God. at about 6 in the morning. Tony, listen, listen. Let, let, let's talk about this. There are two things we have to talk about, the tow and the destroy, the destruction. If this parking lot has signs as required by law, listen, uh, we have had problems with people being towed from guest parking because because they were in guest parking and um, or or in so-called not in designated parking, but there were no directions as to where to park. In your case, I need to know: was it clear that there was guest parking available? There's three spots for guest parking. Okay, but that that's fine. Even if there's only one, the problem is you can't take it upon yourself to park somewhere else. I don't think I can help you with the tow, but I want to know about the destruction because there's a process before your car is destroyed or uh, or taken for good. I don't understand this destruction part of it. Let's say for argument's sake, you you parked in the wrong place and you were towed. How did the car get destroyed? Because my car is an all-wheel drive Subaru. They dragged it a hundred feet before they decided to put it on a now see they bed. have they have a responsibility even though you were parked illegally or against their rules let's say they have a responsibility of care they cannot just ruin your car well they did and they didn't bother to take care at all wait a minute can you prove that they uh, what they ruined your transmission? They ruined the drive the drivetrain. Yeah, can you prove that? All wheel drive. Yes, I can. And what do they? How much is your car worth? What year is it? Uh, it's a 2000 Subaru Impreza, and it is standard all wheel drive. What do you mean standard? Manual transmission? Yes, manual transmission. It is not an automatic. Manual tranny. Okay. And what was the car worth? It's not worth a lot, but it's how many miles were on it? Uh, about a thousand, some hundred thousand. Okay, hold on a second. Okay, hold on. Hey, um, guys, on the retro foam, this uh, I want to make it clear. You guys have a special with the attic part. I want to make this clear. The injection foam that goes into the walls spreads out and covers every nook and cranny, but you can't do that 
in the ceilings because it is an open cavity. So in the ceilings, you do something else. We do. So basically, if you go up into the attic area, yeah. you want to do more of a blow-in or loose fill. Right. Okay, and like that's what we do as well. Yes. Okay. Like a, so what what kind of special do you have? Right now, and it's just for this month, if you yeah. call in and you say you heard it on the Tom Martino Show, we're right. giving 20% off of all attic insulation. Now, do they have to have the walls done to get the 20% Not off? Not at all. They can this could just be the just the attic, because that's the most important part of your home. Okay. For the building envelope, you've got to have that attic done prepared right. Right. So if they mention Martino and they want mm-hmm. the attic done, it's 20% off. That's correct. All right. And the number to call is 720-676-6333. Perfect. And that's foamyourwalls.com. That's correct. Well, I got friends from Colorado. I got friends from Tennessee. So I got something in a bottle. And I got something from Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK, 713-8255. Welcome to the show. Hey, um, foamyourwalls.com, don't forget, 20% off the attic, which is the blown-in, and then the injection foam. On the roof, on the roofs by johnson.com, about how many installations have you done of the full, absolute hail-proof roof? Uh, over a 1,000. Oh, wow. Have you gotten reports back? Um, we have, you know... It's if, where hail has hit them. Yes, we had one by the Colorado Mills Mall that uh, where that mall was devastated. Devastated, and it got nothing. Uh, we had to replace the skylight. Uh, I think we charged him three hundred dollars, and it was done. That was his. Claim. But not the roof. Not the roof, and, and everything else. That was a very now the insurance story. industry has to catch up and start offering major discounts. I mean, that saved them money. Yes, yes. A job right. is working on something there, but. It, <sighs> It's, it's, it takes it takes I years know. to create new. Now, businesses. Jeff at Kimmer Transmission, we're going to ask him a question. Uh, we got uh, Tony says her car was ruined. She has a 2000 Subaru Impreza, I believe she said. Um, from what you know of those uh, of those uh, transmissions, there, Jeff. Yeah. The tow truck, she said. I don't understand. Dragged it. Uh. I, let, let me ask her exactly what she means by that. Now, Tony, paint us a picture. When you say they dragged it, they had to pull it out of the spot to hook it up, right? Yeah, they pulled it out of the spot. And and so they, they literally, the hold on, lot. they literally dragged it where the wheels were locked or the wheels turned. Yes. Which one no, was? That I could hear. When I stepped out on the porch, I could hear it going okay, all the way okay. down the street. Would that... Wait, wait, wait. All the way down. down the street. So they try to tow you with one they set of wheels on the ground? They dragged it feet before they stopped and decided to put it on a wheel lift. Okay, so it wasn't on a wheel but lift. it's an all-wheel drive, and you can't Tony, you, Tony, you don't lift. have to give us an instruction. I'm asking the situation. They put the front wheels up in a in a lift and then dragged the, the – they pulled it with the rear wheels on the ground. Is that right? They pulled it with the rear wheels up. And the front wheels okay. down. And the front wheels down. And they pulled it backwards then. And they went about 600 feet before they finally realized they should put these wheel, uh, the dollies feet. underneath, right? One, 100 feet. 100 yes. feet before they put the dollies. Okay, so. And we assume it's a neutral. Yes, it's a neutral. Well, yeah, but it wouldn't matter if it was a neutral. Okay. You've got the transfer case in between, so the rear wheels are going to want to turn with the front wheels. So what would happen if you put a Subaru up, the rear wheels up in the sling, and you pull it with the front wheels on the ground? What would happen? Over just 100 feet, it's questionable whether or not it would cause damage, but I could see where it definitely would. 
you know, just 100 feet enough that we definitely got to flatten out one side of the tires when they were dragging it. So the, what was the actual failure once they got the car back? Yeah, what is the actual failure, Tony? What, well, when I drive it or try to attempt to, one of the wheels barely moves at all while all the other three wheels are going at the same speed. Did you have it analyzed, Tony? I did. I had my mechanic pull it up, pull it, pull it up, you know, like up off the ground completely. Yeah. And that's what we we started it up and we turned it on, put it in gear. Oh, I get it. And that's what happened. And and it, it drives. All three wheels are going, and one wheel is barely spinning at all. What does that mean, like Jeff? Wound up too tight. Well, I mean that could just be the internal gears and the diff. I mean you can get that. You know, lifting it up in the air with no load, you can get that. That doesn't indicate a failure necessarily per se. How does it feel when you drive it? You must have, in order to take it into a shop, you must have had some symptoms. What were they, Tony? Well, I have not had a chance to take it into a shop yet because I can't drive it. No, well, you had your you had your mechanic you had your mechanic put it on a lift because you say you can't drive it. What do you mean by that? When you get in it. What happens when you put it in drive, and or or it's 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 a, it's a manual transmission. So when you put it in first, yes. what happens? When I put it in first and I go, it starts to make a noise where it sounds like something is wound up too tight and it's going to pop. Okay, so you don't go any it, further than that, huh? You don't go any further than first gear because you're afraid you're going to hurt something, right? Yes, I mean I've gone as far as going up to third gear. Just to see what yeah. happens. And what happens? And it, every time I go to every time I go to shift, and it does it only when you shift, it sounds like it's going to pop. Now, like it sounds like something is Jeff. The, you know, Jeff. The fact that this is high. a the manual transmission does that make a difference? Mm, no, not necessarily. No. I, mean, I could see where it potentially between an automatic with a stick, you can cause damage either to either one by okay. with, with a set of wheels. How many on miles are on it? Uh, about a hundred thousand, she said. Now, when you say about a hundred, is it a, a hundred fifty or is it a hundred and ten? What is it? Uh, one. I think it's like one twenty-three. Okay, or all right, like that. I get it. Now, Jeff, uh, would an older transmission suffer more damage? Or how about the clutch? Yeah, the, the clutch is the first place I'm looking. Just off the description there. So, T- what can- would it cost to get this analyzed, Tony? Before we do anything, you have to get this analyzed. Now, here's what I want to tell you to begin with, Tony. Don't waste your time arguing about the tow. You shouldn't have been towed. I'm serious. It's a waste of time because even if you are illegally parked, that does not give them a license. To ruin your car, okay? Uh, you, Thank you. That's what I've been saying. Okay, I understand that. So here's the deal. I just want to keep you off that focus because that's not going to win you anything. Even if you're parked illegally, no one has the right to destroy your car. And in fact, they have an obligation to treat it right. Any tow truck driver. So if we go by that premise, now what we have to decide is do you have damage? We got to figure that one out. Hi, Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK. 713-8255. All right. So now, Tony... We're, you, here's what we have to do. Establish that there was damage. And then 
document it was them. Now, you have a record of them towing it, right, Tony? So that's going to be easy. Yes, you, I do. Okay. Now, yes, I you do. need to get it analyzed. And I want to know, Jeff, what are we talking about? And, Tony, you don't have to go to Jeff, but you have to go to someone who's an expert. Uh, what would it cost to analyze that to see if it's damaged to begin with first and then to kind of uh, uh, find out if it could have been done by being pulled? You know, probably just a half hour to an hour worth of time to decide whether we're looking inside a transfer case, a transmission, or looking at the clutch. You know, and short of any external visible damage that we're going to be able to point out and say, hey, this was a tow truck, then they're going to have to be prepared that it's going to have to come out and, you know, to inspect a clutch or come out and be disassembled to inspect a transmission so that you can actually point out and say, yes, this was caused by the towing activity or this is normal wear and tear or, or common right. failure because or whatever the case may be. You can't think of any driving conditions that would do the same damage as being towed with the front wheels down, right? There's no... Yeah, well, I've, I've seen plenty of damages caused by plenty of aggressive drivers, so I'd never say never, but, the, you know, generally you can tell, yes, this was caused by flat-out abuse. Right. Now, how would you, for example, if you were driving this car, how would Tony have ever damaged it the same as if it was towed with the front wheels down? What would, what would a driver have to do to do that similar damage? Uh, it would all depend on where the failure's at, i.e., I've got a Mustang in here right now that's got third gear completely blown out of it because somebody took this car that they think is a race car is not, and we're revving the heck out of it. So it actually literally got to the point that it blew the gear apart. Okay. Uh, you know, so, something like a clutch, if I'm looking normal wear and tear or bearing failure, we're going to be able to see that. Or if the center of the hub is actually ripped out or torn out, then, well, that's going to be from an obvious abuse or, or impact type. Now, um, would Tony be lucky... If it turned out to be just a clutch issue? Yeah. And would towing it with the front wheels down on the ground, would that do damage to a clutch? Mm, you know, that's going to, it could potentially do damage to the hub or rip the splines off of it, but she shouldn't be able to get the third gear at that point. Okay. And right now, Tony, if you drive it, you it just makes a loud noise, but it does move forward, right? It does move forward, yes. Does it move forward in normal motion, or is it herky-jerky or rough? It's, it's a little bit rough, a little bit herky-jerky. Like if I'm sitting at a red light and I go to put it in gear to go, it um, it kind of jumps a little bit. Okay. Well, that could be from the clutch not completely releasing. So, you know, if a floor up But remember this. When was the last time? Miles. Yeah, 125,000 miles. Have you ever had the clutch done? Well, no, I've only had the car for a year and a year and a couple months. Okay, it's and possible. Tony, absolutely nothing wrong with it. I have all the. I understand, but Tony, there is a whole time. different issue. I don't even want to get into. But even if it did turn out that you need work done, because let's say, for argument's sake, now they did something and caused the damage. Then you always have this damn thing called betterment. In other words, if your clutch had 100,000 miles on it, they don't have to pay for the whole new clutch. They only have to pay for a portion of it. Now, I'm not saying that to them. I'm saying this to you. If you took them to court, it could be where you don't get exactly what you think you're going to get. People are only entitled to what was taken from them. If your transmission, right. so so if your transmission has 100,000 miles already, Jeff, those transmissions 
um, in the best of circumstances, which she's allowed to say, what what would that transmission last? Uh, 175 to 200. Okay, so about half. They, they would have robbed her of approximately half of its life. How? Tell me how long a clutch usually lasts. She's right at the end of the lifespan. The typical lifespan is probably somewhere around 125,000 And that could have tipped it over the edge, possibly. They could have done it right over the top. And on the Subarus, too, where they, that release bearing rides, they have a tendency to damage what's called the quill shaft where it rides. That can be her popping noise. It'll actually create a groove in there. How much It'll does it cost to repair? Worst case scenario to repair a clutch like that or replace uh, it. If it had the damaged quill shaft and we had to put the sleeve on there, customers out the door somewhere around nine fifty to a thousand. Okay, and if and and it would be. Um, I know her argument would be, I didn't need it before. Now I do. Their argument would be, yeah, but you had a hundred thousand, so we're only going to pay for part of it. So Tony, let's jump off that bridge when we get to it. First things first. Okay. You need to get it analyzed. Uh, Daphne, talk to Tony and give her Jeff's information. She doesn't have to go to Jeff. Jeff's good. And and I would take it to a specialist now. Not only is he good, he is very affordable. He is. He is. 303-713-TALK. Joseph, what's going on? Hey, how's it going? Good. Sounds like you're having a problem. What's, you, were, you were in an accident? Yeah, um, I was actually heading up to work. I work as a ski coach on the weekend. Yeah? And um, cruising down I, uh, I-25 North, and I got hit in the back, like toward the back side of my car by a guy who had a medical emergency. Ah. And from what I heard, he had low blood sugar and passed out. Hold on a second. Are they denying coverage okay. at all? No, no. They uh, so they totaled my vehicle. So I who is they? The other they, the the other party the other driver. Okay, what yeah, was his yeah, insurance company? Uh, USAA. Are okay. Um, let's put it this way. I'm I'm hoping they don't try to get out of it because, as I said, a medical emergency is a ticket out of it. And I'm hoping they're not. Hello, it is Ryan. And we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Capitalizing on that. Hold on a second, and we'll talk about it. A lot of people dispute me on that, but it's true. If the other party has a medical emergency, it's not necessarily negligence. Now, with low blood sugar, it could be. If he was mismanaging his medicine and all of that, that and more coming up. This is the Troubleshooter Show. Help, I need somebody. Now, Tom Martino, the troubleshooter. Help me if you can, I'm feeling down. Hi, Tom Martino, your troubleshooter. 303-713-TALK. 303-713-8255. CBD? We've heard so much about it. Oh, my God, CBD. RealCBDThatWorks.com. Panacea Life Sciences. I'm so happy I found a product that actually works. Real CBD. That works.com. That'll connect you to a company in a pharmaceutical lab in Golden nationwide, but we have them in our backyard. Real CBD that works.com. That's all I, I can't stress that enough. By the way, some lawmakers want to pass laws saying to protect pot users, 
state lawmakers saying if they use pot off the clock, why should a drug test penalize them if it's from leftover pot? I don't know. There must be some way of knowing. I don't know. I don't really know. But I do know that there are some lawmakers proposing some protections for pot users. There's an age-old debate as to whether or not employers have a right to probe if that probing involves off-the-clock activities. Now, obviously, I wouldn't want a meth user working for me. Meth is against the law, so we could say, okay, that's against the law. But what about pot? It's not against the law. Yeah, it is. Doesn't it stay in your system? No, it's not. Not state law. Federally, it is, though. Well, yeah, it is. It trumps any state law that I know of. Except they're not enforcing it. True. I mean, there's entire industries built on it now. Could they go back and retroactively enforce it? I mean, think about that. Doubtful. Oh, my God. What would happen? This is definitely state versus federal rights. But in any case, what do you think about protecting pot users? I mean, um, for example... If you're a pilot and you do not have any, uh, you know, you didn't use it in a day or two, but you still have a trace amount in your blood, that'll get that. They'll take your wings. They'll take them. Is who? That, who takes them? The FA at the F uh, so Federal the Aviation Administration will take your wings. Absolutely. So I find it would be very strange to allow a state to protect somebody. So could they come in and protect uh, the FAA? In other words, could the FAA, uh, can the state say, forget it, FAA, we're going to protect the pilots here in Colorado? I don't know. And they're not talking about pilots so much, but they're talking about people who use marijuana off the clock. And I don't even know how you do that, but maybe it's by measurement standards. And uh, there are people who go home at night and use marijuana, then go to work the next day. And they're being punished. They'll lose their job if they do a spot drug test. I'd like to know what people think about that. I wonder if athletes would be exempt or can now all of a sudden athletes in Colorado do drugs if those new rules changed? Huh. How does the NFL say, hey, you guys can't do this or you get canned? How are they allowed to do it, but you as an employer can't do it? I don't understand this legislation. I don't get it. How do some employers do it and others can't? How is that? What if they're in a company car? Well, that's a different story if you're if you're being entrusted with a piece of property. But um, all I know is that these lawmakers in Colorado are saying, uh, you just look at Google it. Colorado lawmakers, uh, lawmakers. How about this? Lawmakers um, want to protect pot users. Uh, anyway, or go to uh, I think I saw it originally. What's your gut on propose. it? I don't know. I'm back and forth on it. You know. In a pure sense, I mean, it would be nice if none of us did any of that stuff. But, I mean, we do. People do. You I know. think I think you should be able to choose, for the most part, who you employ, who represents you. Of course you do. But if they do an activity in their own time that I, I don't – what do you think, Chase? Chase Johnson, by the way, stop by say hi, roofsbyjohnson.com. Go ahead. I mean, as an employer, I run into this. I run, yeah. I run random drug tests. There is no way – there is no test out there currently, even in driving, that can say, yes, you are fully under the influence of marijuana right now or you're not. And it's federally illegal. So ultimately, until there is a test that can differentiate, are you high now or are you not high now – 
says here, two Colorado lawmakers. Hold oh, on, wait. Never. Let me let me go out on a limb and say they're Democrats. <laughs> well, now I just I was going to read it, but then it went black because it's on the Denver Post, and I guess now you have to sign up for it. So on this particular computer, uh, how about this? The cannibalist. A cannabis, no, can, no, can, not, no, the cannabis, not the cannibalist, the cannabis. This one says, two Colorado lawmakers, I'm reading from the cannabis, by the way, it's not mine, um, want to pass a law to protect workers who use marijuana when they're off the clock. Representative Javon Melton, he's a Democrat, has introduced a bill to prevent businesses from firing employees for partaking in legal activities on their own time. Okay, so that's good. It's legal activity. So at least we have a definition there. Even if the activities are only legal under state and not federal law. To pass, though, the bill would likely require some compromise to address expected objections. Melton says the measure would correct an oversight in Colorado law. So basically, I don't know, it doesn't get into details, but they're saying that they want to protect people who do it on their own time. And as Chase says, how do you know from the test if it was on their own time or I not? Just, it's, just, it's not just that. It comes down to anything. I don't want a guy working for me that when he clocks out and goes home is part of the KKK, for example. Right. There's lots of people I don't want working or representing what I stand for. No. And I don't like it when the government tells me who the hell I can fire or not fire for what reason. For example, if you had an employee who were on his own time, was part of a fascist or uh, KKK or or like that deal over on the uh, competition station, that whole thing with uh, Boyles. He said, I'm not going to show up here anymore because this board up here is part of, uh, what was he, a neo-Nazi or whatever. Well, that was, I don't know if he's part of an organization, but he was making posts. They said were traced back to him. Of course, he denied it. But in any case, um, and the worst kind of hater is a coward hater who won't even own up to it. But anyway, Supposedly, he made some anti-Jewish and anti-black uh, posts he, as, a, as a Nazi. And, um, and he, he, Peter says, I'm not working here with this guy here. And so the station, of course, let him go. But the station said it was for economic reasons, which theoretically it is, I guess, if you think about it. Because if Peter left the station, it would be devastating economically. So I guess it's true. Anything can be brought down to economics but you know the whole idea of what we do on our own time it's a pretty serious topic uh what about okay but what about legal or illegal activity does it matter to you mark if the activity is otherwise legal but you don't like it well like just like we were talking about it someone that's in the kkk or something somebody that brings a bad light to your organization. Right. Or, Why or, should I be forced to keep them? Or something distasteful yeah, to and you. And honestly, with the marijuana, I could care less in most circumstances. If they're driving a taxi or a company car, I don't want them doing it. But if they're doing something, I, I, I could okay. care less people smoke but pot. Mark, if I don't guy, like the government telling me who I can fire. Though. I understand. But, but it, I don't want to do this because you usually do this. You pick exaggerated examples. But let's do it. I've never let's done Let's say this. Let's say, though, some guy is part of a KKK organization or a neo-Nazi organization, 
and it just dev- you, you just want nothing to do with it. it. It disgusts you. But let's say, on the other hand, there's a devout atheist who does not want anyone who's a holy roller. And he says, if you're part of this group, this church... I think we I have protections. In fact, I know we have protections set up okay. for religious. Okay, so that... Okay, um, it's a bad example. Well, freedom of speech and expression could be the protections for the Nazi, too, Mark. Honest to goodness. I mean, you can carry that on. Uh, it, it does get to a point where you have to decide, are we going to be uh, governed by the government? Or are how we about just going to let things happen? How about if you have a large company with over 50 employees and you're forced to have health care? Should you be able to get rid of people that smoke? Because they're going to cost I don't the know. group more. I don't know. It's a legal activity. I don't know if you can. Mike, you have a comment on the marijuana. Go ahead. You guys were talking about company cars and different things. Yeah. Uh, let's take this to a whole new level. Yeah. I know a massive pothead that works in the aerospace industry. What does he do? And uh, I'd rather not say. Well, I'm not talking about his name. What does he do? I mean, what's the activity? That's not going to identify anyone. Working directly on spacecraft that are sent to outer space. Oh, okay. All right. So. And you can't imagine how many times wondered during these failed missions whether part of that was his fault but the thing is this mike aren't there enough checks and balances where one guy i mean really would would one guy determine the success of a space mission i doubt it i doubt it well although listen i don't want them high working on it either but at the same time if he's high at home what difference would it make again well, i don't have the answer i'm just asking the question you know, they uh, have an entire weekend full of pot yep. smoke, and they come to work Monday morning and do something critical to that spacecraft. Uh, I don't want any part of that. That's almost and that's my tax money. But I'm not okay. We're talking about it almost like it's a reefer madness. I mean, it's not like the guy's on a weekend. He comes in and goes, "Let's connect these wires." And what about these wires? You know, I, I don't know if that's really going to happen, Joseph. What's happening with you, Joseph? What's going on, man? Uh, so, yeah, just the, the car accident. I-25 um, USAA, you had an accident. Yep. It was a medical emergency. Yep. So, I want to USAA was his insurance. Is that right? That's correct. But they're not currently saying you're, they're not going to cover you, right? No, they, they sent an assessor, and they, uh, they viewed my car, and they deemed it a total loss. You're lucky. Um, they're t- honest to God. You are lucky with this medical emergency that they're even mm-hmm. accepting responsibility. But then that doesn't mean they can be unfair either. So I want to know this. Okay. On the value, does it all come down to you don't think it's worth what they think it's worth? You think it's worth more? Uh, yes. Okay. So let's value the car. Hold on. Daphne, get all the details about his car. All of them. Make, mere model, year, and the... Um, the options and all of that. We'll do some hunting. I Hi, Tom Martino here. 303-713-TALK-713-8255. Let's see what Dave has to say about marijuana. Go ahead, Dave. We were talking about the conflict there is between state and federal and how weird it is and and then smoking on your own time. And I think the feds have to address this eventually. Anyway, what do you think? 
Well, the feds are, and I think the state's going to lose in some way. Wait, do you think that the feds will enforce the the, the illegal aspect of marijuana shutting down the millions and millions, probably billions of dollars in industry? Well, actually, I think the industry is going to end up shutting itself down when they end up being sued by either contractors or the private individual because it's legal in Colorado, but my contractor has a job on Supermax, and I got busted by the dogs going through the gate with a company truck no, I, and I see. I see. I see. Do you, and, no, and I don't think. I really don't think there's any lawsuit that'll bring this industry down. Never. No, not one lawsuit. Not t- not ten lawsuits. There are. It's too. Well, other, it's too strong aspect, right now. The other aspect is. Um, in fact, I'm dealing with it with my grandson is he was at a friend's house. Mom's on medical marijuana and my grandson's on probation and he goes through a random drug test. So my grandson gets popped hot because his buddy's mom is doing medical marijuana and my kids got secondhand smoke. That's a stretch, but point taken. Yeah, I know what you mean, but that that's going to be... You know, I ran... When they took uh, my last Goodyear store years ago by Eminent Domain, it was for Peoria Crossing. What was strange about it is most of the money, or 50% of the money, was from the feds because the building I was in also had marijuana in there. Yeah. They couldn't use the federal money, so wow. they Colorado ended up paying for it. Wow. Yeah, and they uh, they moved the plants. They paid the guy for all the dead plants, everything. We have open lines at 303-713-TALK. Tom, what's going on with your insurance? Yeah. You say Deputy Dan has some email on that. What's going on, Deputy Dan, with that one? You got that email he's talking about? What's going on, Tom? Well, I've been having trouble with acuity insurance for a few years now because they keep trying not to pay the supplemental payments that my general contractor says they owe. We've turned in proof. I Now, what do you mean? Oh, okay, hold on, hold on. What kind of insurance is this? Acuity, home insurance, and it relates to the big hailstorm on May the 8th, 2017. Okay, and there was a supplement? Well, the supplemental insurance for repainting the house for the hail damage, they're refusing to repaint any of it. Most of my neighbors got at least two... Ooh, we have someone to refer you to. I wouldn't even play around any other way. No, 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 no. This is here's how we differ. Um, whether or here's how we distinguish or differentiate a public adjuster versus an attorney. An attorney, I would go straight to our bad faith attorney when it comes to a contractor saying you absolutely need this and the insurance company is unreasonably denying it. You almost will always win. Right. And we're going to we're going to refer you to someone in a second here. But hold on. What were you going to say, Chase? Chase, you're in the business of roofing. And uh, what I, happens? I think you're taking the right direction. I was going to say if it's set out this long, just invoke your right to appraisal or. Yeah, you adjuster. could. You could. I mean, now, the appraisal process is where you get an expert. They get an expert and then they fight. You know, they they discuss it. And, but it's not mandatory. I mean, I wouldn't waste time on that. I'd, I'd have an attorney tell them in no uncertain terms. All my neighbors got paint. I need paint. You don't give me paint. We're suing you. Right. But and what reason do they give? And 
Well, they said, you know, if you could turn in more proof, you know, we've done enough. He said, you know. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We've done as much as we can. And I had another appraiser come out because they complained to the DOI, Department of Insurance. They opened it up and, and uh, Greg Bradley there, the adjuster at, at uh, Acuity, said, well, I did the best and they promised to work with me. But they haven't worked with me. They've just been giving me run around for years. And I the told problem them, I'm with not accepting this. The problem with so, the attorney, Tom, in this example is the fact they did the expensive stuff. So I mean, the attorney's really yeah. going to have to look at just the pain of four or five grand. You know, the roof's done, the other yeah, stuff's but done. But still something. How old's the claim? No, well, actually, no because he's got a timeline to work with here. Yeah. yeah how old is the claim? Uh, May the eighth, twenty seventeen, and I've kept it oh. going. <laughs> well, hold on. I've if you didn't file a lawsuit, you didn't keep yeah, it. Yeah, he's, pa- he's passed. He's done. You're, it's it's done. There's, you're you're done, no, bro. There's no legal recourse there right now. I'm not going to tell you Even whether there's I- legal recourse because I mean, who knows what some weirdo might find? But I'm telling you that normally you have a window and you passed it. Right. Even though I told him I wasn't accepting what it I, doesn't I, matter. I, you, I would... it, what, you had to file a lawsuit. You didn't keep it alive. Oh. Let's ask, you know what, let's ask London. Get him on the air. Get London on, one of our, our bad faith attorney from Delhi and Black. I'd hate to go up against that dude, wouldn't you? No, he's good, man. I, I know. 303-713-TALK. Hi, Tom Martino here, 303-713-TALK. Before we go any further, let me remind you, Rocky Mountain Retrofoam, okay, the um, foamyourwalls.com. Go there and look at this insulation. Now, if you don't need the walls done, uh, you probably do, but if you don't, they're also doing the attic, or they do both. But in the attic, whatever you have, whether you have the walls done or not, the attic will be 20% off this month. Okay, that's foamyourwalls.com, 720-676-6333. They also have hailproof Roof if you go to roofsbyjohnson.com and look at that video. Now, London is an attorney at law who does bad faith. He's with Daly and Black, national law firm, meaning they, they take cases all over the country, and he's on a referral list at referralist.com. London, we had a question about this one case here. It's very simple, and let's see where she, uh, or Tom, I'm sorry. Is it Tom? Yeah. So, Tom. Yeah. You had a hailstorm in 2017, right? Right. And, and they paid, hold on, they paid for uh, your roof, and they paid for what else? Well, they paid for the roof and a little bit on uh, windows, but windows weren't up to stuff. Um, they still owe me, according to what the estimate was, my original estimate, $12,724. And where does that Repaid. twelve grand come from? Um, hold on. I, I don't want the deal. What I mean is this, Tom. Are they, is it for stuff that was done that wasn't paid or stuff they say should not have been done? 
Well, no. Yeah, they said it w- that I didn't need repainting. Even okay. though we, we that's that's what I want to get at. London, if 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 an insurance company pays for the roof and gutters or different stuff like that, let's say, maybe a few windows, but your sure. contractor says you need a paint job, the whole house needs painting. It's only it's only a small part of it, but what if the if a contractor says that and um, the insurance company simply refuses that part of it? Can that be considered bad faith? London. Any costs or benefits that are due for re- any costs or benefits that are due for reasonable repairs are necessary that are not paid. The insurance carrier is per se acting in bad faith. Now. There is a statute in Colorado that says that the insurance carrier must accept the replacement cost value of an of an estimate written by a licensed general contractor produced by the policyholder. So the key word is produced by the policyholder. Now, what I would do if I was the the policyholder, if I was Tom in this instance, is get the estimate from that contractor and put that into the carrier in an email so that there's a record of it being sent and state that this is the estimate that will represent the fair value of the damage or the cost of repairs to put you back in pre-loss condition, including the paint job and whatever other estimated uh, damages that need to be repaired. Whatever they didn't pay, whatever they didn't pay that a licensed contractor says is reasonable, right? And I've already done that. Okay. Tom, hold on, guys. You're both talking. Hold on. Tom said he's already done it. Have you submitted them in your name as the owner? Yes. You have. And they they have refused. Right, with emails. And they have refused. Yep. Okay. Now, I have another very important question, London. This claim was in 2017, and he never filed a lawsuit. Is there a clock? The clock starts from the date of the denial or the underpayment. So the clock starts as a two-year statute of limitations for bad faith in Colorado. The clock would begin when either a denial letter is issued or that check is issued for the underpayment that is leaving off other things that are due on the roof. Tom, when was the check made for payment on the other stuff, the latest one? It was very late. My contractor didn't get it. When? Right Tom, up. can you answer a question? Bro, we're trying to help you. When was it issued, the latest check on that job? I'd say March, two years later, uh, just before the window. March the in what? March in 2019? Yeah, yeah, probably 2019. Yeah, okay. When was your actual denial for the paint job and other work? When was that denial? Um, there were a bunch of them because he just kept saying, oh, we've done all we can and all that. Um, when was the first denial? Oh boy. For the paint job, just roughly. Probably somewhere in like 2000, maybe, uh, 18. Okay. Or even nineteen. It's possible. It's possible. Listen, uh, I understand. But it goes by the first time you were actually denied or the underpayment was made. Which one of there's both, London? Which one do you go with? The underpayment or the denial? 
So in this situation, it's an underpayment because they're paying for other things on the roof. They're just not paying for items that the contractor believes is reasonably necessary. So what Tom should do is respond back and ask them, what is their reasonable basis? Could you please respond in writing as to what your reasonable basis is for failing to pay for the paint job or any other repairs the contractor is requesting they're not paying for? So, Tom, here's what we want you to do. Even if you think you've done it 100 times, right now today you write an email saying, what is your reason what is your reason for denying this paint job and other repairs that my licensed contractor said I needed what is what is your reason okay, okay I even had other contractors get in estimates cuz the department of London Tom I have a feeling you're going to get in your own way because you're complicating things. Did you hear? just hear what you need to do? If you want to be paid, then listen. Today, today, you find out, say, listen, you have denied the paint job and other, what were the other repairs other than the paint job? What else? A few windows or what? Uh, Seven windows. Okay. Seven windows and the paint job. Or whatever. Just list them and say, what was your reason for denying these? Please respond in writing. Now, once you do that, there's probably, since that check wasn't even issued till March of 2019, London, he's probably still within the statute of limitations, right? Yeah, it sounds like he is. And in addition there, too, he may have a cause of action for a delay. I don't know when he made the claim, but the fact they're issuing their first check nearly 18 months after he made the claim is, is concerning. I mean, that's another issue we're dealing well, with they, Colorado. Is no, Colorado they did issue the only first check earlier. The other stuff wasn't issued till later. And then so, they kept London, do you go by the general. first check or the last check? By the last check. Yeah, the last check. That's for the statute part. Okay. Now, listen, Tom, you got your marching orders. Daphne, would you give Tom London's number with Dalian Black at 720-925-0785? Is anybody getting screwed around? Now, we're not talking about your initial estimate, your initial you know, adjustment. You can get a public adjuster to help you with that to try to boost your claim legally and ethically. But the refusal is where we're going to go to an attorney and kick their ass. This is finally a full-service troubleshooter show with the kicking of the ass, in addition to the public adjuster. 720-925-0785 is dailyblack.com. That's London. That's the Denver office. Tom Martino here. Okay, listen. We got an important question for London. London Crowns is with Daily Black. He's on our referral list, referralist.com for bad faith. Now, bad faith is when insurance company unreasonably turns down your claim or a portion of your claim. London, we have a very basic question if you could answer it. Two basic questions. First, let's say the total claim is 60 grand and they won't do painting and that's $8,000. Now, sure. would you take as a law firm a smaller amount like that? Probably not. I mean, if there's an agreed-upon scope of work and it's an issue of overhead and profit or it's an issue of something that's reasonably necessary, the industry standard, and it's under $10,000, my recommendation to that policyholder would probably to go through the appraisal process. Okay. Um, Now, yes. But technically, 
the way the statute reads, are you guys entitled to legal fees? Right. So if and when we're able to prove that policy benefits were due and they were unreasonably denied, underpaid, or delayed, the causes of action and the penalties against the carriers are are twofold. The first is that the insurer, the policyholder, could theoretically collect three times the amount a policyholder could prove that they were unreasonably denied or underpaid or delayed. Second penalty is that the carrier is also responsible for that policyholder's attorney's fees. So the answer to your question is yes, we do get our attorney's now, fees. Paid now, for. now, theoretically, but that brings up a great question. But then, theoretically, could your attorney's fees in a smaller claim, if you decided to take it, it's your neighbor and you're going to take it, it's eight or 10 grand, could you theoretically have more attorney's fees than the claim itself? Absolutely. That's, okay. Uh, so then, why possible. wouldn't you take egregious? egregious small ones, even if they were $1,000. If you can still get full-blown attorney's fees, why not take the smaller cases? Right. If you spend if you spend 30 hours on a claim for eight grand, or you spend 30, 30 hours on 50 grand, hey, you'll still get paid. That's correct. Yes. And our firm, you know, we handle large losses, large commercial losses regularly. Um, if it's an issue where it's, it's something that's ancillary, like the paint job, and it's, it's something that we could reasonably prove. I don't mind helping that policy order by right. I understand, but you're saying just to just to appraisal. just to lessen. Well, this goes to your credibility. You're not just trying to pad your pockets with useless litigation, even though you'll get paid. You're trying to get the homeowner their quickest resolution. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Now there's a way to help them resolve that without litigation. We had another question. We had another question, London. Chase Johnson, he's a roofer, and he brought this up. And what if a contractor says, a licensed contractor says he needs a paint job, and they deny it? Does the law say he actually needs the paint job, or that a licensed contractor says he needs the paint job? So the law is based off the industry standard. The industry standard is dictated by licensed contractors in our industry. So there is always the ability, you know, the argument that it could be the subjective uh, characterization of one contractor. But my question would be, what would three contractors say? What would three licensed general contractors of brick and mortar in this state or, you know, but could their defense be, could their defense be, it just doesn't need the paint job? Well, if there's three licensed general contractors that have been working in this industry for years, and they all agree that it's... Okay, so it goes to credibility. It really goes to credibility, right? Absolutely. What is that that law? He wants to look... Chase wants to have it for his reference in the future. Do you recall what the number is? If not, we'll get back to him. So the the statute for bad faith is is specifically 10-3. It's Colorado Revised Statute 10-3-1115 and 10-3-1116. Okay. The statutes to define what, you know, what would be unreasonable and then what are the penalties there for. London, you would make any mother proud being an attorney uh, and, and having that statute at the tip of your tongue like that. Thank you very much. He's with Daily Black on our referral list. If you think you're getting screwed like that, 720 720- Nine two five zero seven eight five. Richard, you have a comment now on marijuana. Tom. What is it? Yeah. Tom, Mark, Mr. B. Hi, guys. 
Hey. I'm a long, long-time listener. Thank you. I'm a product of the 70s. I was a big pothead back in the 70s. I smoked since the 80s. Yeah. I'm a Colorado native. I've never stepped into one of the pot shops, and there's a reason why. Why? I don't trust myself. I don't trust myself. I'd go in there and see those buds, and I'd be done. I'm a commercial truck driver. Oh. Oh. I have... <laughs> I have friends. Anyway, Amazon, you cannot buy anything with THC or CBD on Amazon. But Yet. But they do sell hemp. And I have been taking hemp gummies. And they are my happy pill. Well, that's good. But really- C- CBD would work, too. And CBD yeah. without THC, if you get it from a pharmaceutical lab like... Um, Panacea Life Sciences. Panacea, they right, say right. they say it will not trip any test at all. CBD with their their THC free CBD will never show up. That's what they say. And they have both kinds. Yeah, they have both kinds. So let's go back over your special twenty percent off attic insulation, the blown in cellulose, and you don't have to have the walls done. But if you have the wall. What were you smiling at? Did I say something wrong? Yeah, we don't use cellulose, actually. Oh, we sorry. like to use the cleaner uh, fiberglass, fiberglass. that's great. Okay, blown in yes. fiberglass and, and 20% off. And then the it. walls, it, whether you have the walls done or not. Correct. Any, it doesn't matter. Any special on the hailproof roofing from roofsbyjohnson.com. Uh, <laughs> this month only, if they mention it on the show, we'll do 10% off. By okay, the month. this month, and they're, they're slammed and they're busy. 10% off. Hailproof Roofing, and that this is by RoofsByJohnson.com. Wow, what a freaking busy show. I'm Tom Martino. Don't forget, we'll be back here tomorrow at 10. Maybe you want to try social radio where you call in with a blurb and use your Twitter handle or your Instagram. And remember, folks, Referralist.com for help, information, and referrals. Save all your problems for me. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.